Welcome to the role-playing exchange. I am a special guest GM, Corey. My quarantine haircut and mustache can only be described as a war crime. Um, I'm going to introduce our other participants today. Uh, and they, if you care to say your name, and then your character, and maybe just a line about you. All right, so I'll go ahead and jump in since I'm first in the alphabet. It makes it kind of easy for everyone. Uh, hello, this is Adam. I will be playing Captain Daniel Hamlet. I am a captain who is very full of himself. I've, done, I've flown everything from F-15s to whatnot, and I've decided to be an astronaut. So I've, you know, hooked up with NASA, and yeah, looks like I'm getting ready to go into space. Um, yeah, uh, this is Nick, and I will be playing a Major Dirk tonight. Um, that would be Major Dirk McMillan. Uh, I will be your pilot this evening, and yeah, I have a few interesting quirks. I'm a very patriotic man, and I have a certain level of adventurism in all parts of my life. I think this scenario's coming back to me, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it in the shuttle, okay? Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Sarah. I will be playing Dr. Turner today. Um, she is a wonderful NASA flight surgeon, she, very into her Hippocratic Oath. She is excellent in everything she does, and she's damn near perfect. She sounds awesome. Definitely. Uh, my name's Red, and today I'm playing Lieutenant Commander Lucy Belton. Her friends, if you can call them friends, call her Luce. Um, She is a Navy pilot with a chip on her shoulder because she thinks everybody uh, doesn't think she can do the job right. So she's got a chip on her shoulder and something to prove. All right. Um, each of you have been hand-selected for your first intensely training for 18 months. Everything about this doesn't seem necessarily off, but it has been very tight on the security. Uh, you're pretty sure this is going to be a satellite repair. No details have really cropped up about said satellite. Um, there isn't the right kind of crew engineer to repair the satellite, um, but this is just how things are with NASA. Things have been getting tighter and tighter ever since uh, Columbia in 2003. Uh, this is 2010, and NASA hasn't really fallen apart the way it has. Um, but you all are very aware this might be your last do-the-thing you've always wanted. So early one morning, each of you receive a call from Paul Sclazo. Uh, he's a NASA administrator asking you to meet at 0800 at the Launch Control Center at a conference room. Um, you all are very familiar with him. He's been your uh, CO for all of the training prep. He doesn't give details about the briefing. Uh, any question you have will be resolved. So they send a bus, one of the small charter buses, to pick you all up, and you guys head toward the briefing. You're all familiar with each other. If you guys want to chat amongst yourselves about this. Well, I guess today's the day. Yeah. It looks that way. looks that way. I've done said goodbye to the wife, and uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, maybe something bigger happened today. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Uh, every day working for NASA is, you know, aim higher. Right. Uh, of course. <laughs> so you're on this one, PBD? Dr. Turner. Um, yeah. All right. Good to see you, Dirk. Mm -hmm. Dick. <laughs> go ahead, if y'all if y'all don't mind, go ahead and drop your names in the chat. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to forget everybody. I don't know military abbreviations. Oh, we're on a first name basis. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are we? <laughs> I'm a major. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> I'm a lieutenant commander. I don't know if that's higher or not. 
I, I, I don't think it is. Fine. <laughs> oh, you're Air Force. I'm Navy. I already hate uh, you. <laughs> oh, wait. I just read the second part of my character sheet. All right, I'm ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. The hype is real <laughs> as you guys pull in to uh, the base from which you'll be la- launching from. Kennedy Spaceland. I can't think of what the name of it is on top of my head. But the right it on the train. Spaceland. Exactly. You arrive at conference room C and you see Squazo talking to a Colonel Aaron Woolrich. Uh, he's been around during your training. He's never spoken to you. Uh, you always see him when you're doing like the Vomit Comet or some of the underwater suit training. He will walk by and observe. He's a older man, but, well, he's very clearly the Air Force officer. He's got a kind of a Lee Marvin vibe. He doesn't seem a fun guy. He's talking to Scalazzo. Seems to be, whatever he's, news he's delivering to him seems to be upsetting. Um, but as you walk in, Scalazzo kind of hustens up. He looks a little shaken. Uh, there are also two other men seated uh, at a, the end of the conference table. They're in two unadorned jumpsuits. One is a bigger guy. Um, his jumpsuit doesn't look like he fits. He might be 250. Uh, he's thinning here. Uh, he seems very adamant. He's very excited, clearly. Um, and then to his left is a smaller, skinnier man who's smoking a pack of cowboy killers. He's an older gentleman. He's got a pony. He might be in his 60s. He's got a ponytail pulled back, though his hair is also thinning. Um, he looks a little haunted, but uh, he's smoking away. It's clearly he's smoked two or three cigarettes in the time he's is this typically protocol? I didn't remember. I don't know if NASA actually like if I can't remember in 2010 if you were out of smoking government buildings or not. <laughs> um, you know that that's not necessarily cool. It's something they try to dissuade most people doing on the base. It's not quite gotten to that point, but it doesn't. It's not kosher, especially in a conference. Rel- a relicky behavior. So it's not like I'm at Moorhead State University and I got to go over to the Baptist Center to smoke in their parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it gets exactly but, <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> so so colonel mission well um i'll have you all take a seat the bigger man seems very very excited he kind of gives you all a small wave okay i will wave back to the man kind of smile and nod at the sickly looking fella yeah i'll nod do i recognize him uh you do not these are okay. new, new people and they don't they you can really you can see the civiness reeking off of them to an extent. They these don't even look like the people that work in there. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Uh, Woolrich walks up. He asks you to verify the clearance level you were, were giving months ago. It's a paper, uh, and then he proceeds to explain the mission. We've been having issues with a satellite that is off the. It's a defense satellite. Really, all I can. Woolrich clears his throat. You you have been selected for a satellite repair mission that is going to be off the books. The satellite is known as BlackSat. That's also the level of your clearance. The two men at the end of the conference center there, and he kind of points with a little bit of disdain for these two, are going to be your technicians for the mission, and you're going to oversee their training for the next week or so. Uh, he points at the bigger man and introduces him. That's uh, Bruce Weintraub. And he points to the skinnier man who almost sneers at him. And that is Mr. Pierce O'Neill. Cool. They are mathematicians, and they will be helping you repair the satellite. Hmm. 
Well, welcome aboard, fellas. Y'all ready to go to Oh, yeah, I'm super excited. It's the bigger man where O'Neill just uh, puts a cigarette out. <clears throat> Do I, is a bureaucracy role required for me to know that this is highly unusual? No, you just kind of instinctively get that. I'm trying to uh, read the, the smoking man. Does it feel like he's maybe been to space before? Something I can read. Everything about these two smacks of they are not. You've met other astronauts. You've met other people mm-hmm. that have been to space. Yeah. It takes a a stouter person, both physically and mentally. Okay. Uh, Dr. Turner, you know that neither of these men are really in shape to go in sp- go to space. Gotcha. Ulrich uh, says, you're going to go up there, live your dream, fix the satellite, and be retrieved. Sounds easy enough. So is there any questions before we begin their training? You guys have any flight experience at all? Uh, no. Um, I... I, I'm just very excited. Uh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be something. Um, uh, O'Neill, do you? Uh, you, you I know you've not been to space. I've been diving some. Uh, <laughs> I know there's some overlap there, but yeah. Well, I'm sure the excitement will get us pretty far. <sighs> I it just kinda, I just clap myself on the knee and go. Well, I don't think you have to worry about getting ate by anything up there. <laughs> O'Neill gives you a a, a five yard stare. <laughs> don't know what he means. <laughs> Weintraub raises his hand to Woolrich and says, "Hey, um, my buddy here has a fibromyalgia. Is that going to be Woolrich?" Immediately cuts him off. He's just like, "No, uh, we'll get to that when D- Doctor Turner does your physical." <laughs> We've all just sit there and uh, be a good little guy. And apparently, there's not a lot we can ask. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, it, it, it seems like we're not making that too much. So I'm just gonna follow orders. All right. Yeah. Before I leave, is there any other questions you might ask about your satellite repair mission? Um, how long has it been down? A few weeks. Uh, are we the first uh, repair team? Yes. Yes. You were specially selected with uh, the your level of training. Um, this is obviously this is off the books to an extent. Um, it's hard to be stealth about a launch, as you've signed in your non-disclosures and the oath you've taken. Uh, it will be listed. You you will go with the annuals of the people who have been in space. Um, it'll just be a test flight. What did the satellite do? What did it transmit? It's a it takes care of things. Uh, BlackSat is a deniable anti-satellite weapon platform. It makes sure other satellites, let's say the Chinese or the Russians, do their thing. Uh, BlackSat can de- BlackSat can degrade the functionality uh, and knock out their communications. It's not dangerous to people. Uh, it just takes care of those. There's no AI or drone capabilities yet. It's uh, just takes care of them. It's exciting. Sounds kind of hush-hush. Well, uh, pick the right team. It'd be our pleasure. Pick mostly the best team. <laughs> <laughs> I said he picked mostly the best team. <laughs> Anyone change out, Dirk? Uh, no, that's, that's fine. Uh, I think we'll be able to manage anyway. Kind of shoot a glance over to, to, to Luth. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> um, as Woolritz is leaving, a another man kind of burst into the room. Uh, sorry, I'm late. Um, I'm the commander for this mission. I was uh, I was being told some information. Uh, so, sorry, I, I didn't make it to the briefing on time. Well, Woolrich locks eyes with the man, gives him a stiff salute, and goes ahead and walks out. Okay. Do we recognize the commander? 
Uh, yeah, you've been training with him, actually. His name is Michael Spay. Uh, he seems like an all-around good dude. He's been personal with y'all. Uh, some of you have had okay. some beers with him. Okay. Um, he looks a little shakier than he was, uh, than he has been in the past, kind of like uh, Scalza. He's definitely, uh, which is acceptable and understandable, you guys are going to space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woolworths leaves, and uh, Scalza asks the commander to sit down. He goes, well, you have a week to prepare these two for spacewalking. Um, I understand that's not ideal, but it's the it's what we're given right now. Um, you have a week to mill about the base uh, during their training. Um, we need to get them trained, and we need to get their physicals. Hey, guys, this week's going to suck. <laughs> just look at both of them. The, uh, just, just trying to scare them just a little bit to see if they shake from the... One Trob frowns a bit, um, mm-hmm. but he's he's kind of got a puppy dog energy to him. He kind of shakes it off. One Trob, uh O'Neill doesn't really even respond like he said anything. Okay. All right. Uh, if there's anything else you need, um, you know where I am. Uh, will there be any uh, specialized equipment we'll be handling on this mission? Um, nothing you haven't been trained with. Uh, you might not even have to do the spacewalk uh, if we get close enough to the Black Sat. Uh, th- these gentlemen will be able to take care of it. Okay. Boy, well, I guess it's time to get uh, get them to uh, training then, because there's uh, a lifetime worth of information we got to go ahead and impart to them. Training montage. We should start with the vomit comet. <laughs> oh, God. I think the vomit comet is in this. <laughs> yeah, it's it. Uh, it actually is. <laughs> and the train. They actually have to go through their physicals before they go to training to see. If oh they yeah, can. sure. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, I'll take the first one with me. I'm sure I know where an exam room would be. Cool. I'll let the rest of you mill about the base. We'll come back to that. Turner, okay. do you want to uh, to see what uh, or Neil first? Let's see Neil. Okay. Uh. O'Neill seems, uh, you, you get his uh, medical report, and there's a good amount of redaction in it. Okay. As you review it. Uh, he seems, he's very healthy for a man in his 60s, but he's not, he shouldn't be going to base. You know this, just from looking. Right. Um, um, he's, I'm going to flat out ask him, and be like, is there anything in your medical history that we should know about before you head up to space? Nothing that's going to matter. Okay. Um, you review his clipboard some more. Uh, he's probably the worst candidate you've ever reviewed. <laughs> uh, his blood pressure is 155 over 100. Um, his lung capacity is pretty much nil from being a smoker. There's a good chance uh, of his the blood vessels in his eyes rupturing because of the uh, blood pressure issues during the force of takeoff. The odds of him suffering a fatal heart attack, you know, are likely only 1 in 10, less than the 1 in 5 odds uh, you estimate for him having a massive embolism. Okay. <laughs> cool. Psychologically, how does he seem? He seems very withdrawn. Um, it's clear that he does enjoy the company of uh, his friend Weintraub, but uh, something something is clearly bothering him. Um, you have to do the strip down, and you have to do the MRI. Okay. I uh, will do the strip down, check his skin. Um, you notice that he's got pretty severe scarring down his left side. All the way to his foot. It looks like an electrocution scar. You can make a medicine check to see if you can pull anything else from that. Okay. Medicine. 64. Um, you know the severity of this electrical wound um, could have some brain, cause brain damage in some people. Uh, it's clearly a very old scar. 
Like he might have received this when he was a child, mm-hmm. but it's it is very very severe. I'm um, does it? I'm gonna ask him if it bothers him at all. No, the scar tissue bundles up around the knee. But uh, I got a uh, I touched electric fence when I was on the compound growing up, uh, the ranch growing up. The ranch. I, I grew up on a farm. What kind of livestock did you have? Hippie parents. Oh, that whole okay. thing. I uh, yeah, it was a non-traditional upbringing, but uh, they uh, they followed the dead. Um, dad was a folklorist. Mom was whatever a hippie, and he raises his arm, and he's got uh, most of a Grateful Dead tattoo uh, of the dancing bear, but the face isn't finished. Uh, oh. She let me get. She let me get that when I was thirteen. It's got that blue oh. edging around the edge. Uh, so that if that tells you, like I said, it was a non-traditional upbringing. Is there anything else I should know about as far as I need to know about going to space? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. With your smoking and your lung capacity and your blood pressure, I'm not sure you should. Well, I already knew that, but there's no one else that can do this. Me and Wontraub are 50% of the people that can run the equations to fix this thing on Earth. Are the other two healthier? <laughs> I don't know that. I know they're not from this country. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to have to report this. I mean, they might not let you go because I'm telling you, this blood pressure, you could die. Well, uh, we'll see. Okay. All right. Will you send in your buddy, please? Yeah. Uh, Wantra walks in and he's he's very, very excited. Um, he immediately begins stripping before you ask him. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll, we'll start with skin check then. Hi, uh. I really hope uh, I hope I get to go up. I, I really do. He's gripping something in his left hand. He's very anxious this whole thing, but very excited. Can I tell what's in his left hand? Um, he's really gripping it tight. Okay, so I'm gonna check over his torso, his back, his legs. Anything interesting? No, he looks. He's very out of. Sh- uh, you can tell that just by looking. At that. Okay. O'Neill's the worst specimen you've ever seen for a NASA drop, <laughs> but uh, this guy's 15 years uncle younger and Wontraub barely edges him out for it. Okay. You look through the, his notes. Um, he's got hypertension. Uh, it's his blood pressure is 145 over 95. Uh, he's probably 40 pounds overweight. Uh, he's got throat scarring from typical chronic uh, gas uh, acid reflux. He's got asthma. He's got a lower spine due to his weight. It's just battered. That's uh, sedentary lifestyle, poor eating habits. It's not, it's all not Okay. You notice he has a tattoo on his left arm. Uh, it's a rectangle with six circles inside of it. I'm gonna ask him what it is. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why a Lego? Um, and he opens his hand, and he's actually got a Lego brick in his hand. He's like, I, I'm a math guy. I'm an, I wanted to be an architect, but uh, I, I was good at the math and not so good at the, the rest of it. Um. Oh. That's how me and O'Neill met, actually. Um, we're you all in the same compound. Compound? No, 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 no. We we work on a site. He said something about a compound when he was he grew up on a compound. Um, we've worked on so many like cluster integration uncoils and different kinds of uh, hydrogen entanglement matrix theories. It's been he's he's a genius. I, I can't believe he's going to get to go to space to uh, test some of these out. These are uh, cordis flattening. Uh, experiments. It's just, uh, gosh, I, 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 I can't contain my excitement. I'm, I, 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 I know it's childish, but I, I brought this as kind of a, a, a totem. Um, we've worked on Tulpic, 
uh, matrices before, and uh, this get, just kind of keeps me grounded because I, I I I never thought I'd go to space my whole life. Okay. Did you take any medicines? Um, I I've taken some stuff for my uh, uh I I I've been trying to lose weight. Um, I, they don't have me on insulin yet, but uh, I I'm uh back down to I think I'm pre-diabetic. Oh, great, good. <laughs> so, do you take metformin then? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't resist, Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, blood pressure. Um, I, I mean, I'm trying. Are Are you willing to take the medicine to just kind of get it lower before we take off? Yes, yes, of course, yes. Yeah, whatever, whatever helps us up there. That's it's going to be, it's it's going to be something to see the, the space and these equations, and it's going to be great. So. I'm going to give him a prescription for lisinopril, and I'm going to give him a prescription for albuterol for his asthma. <laughs> Punch me if you want. Um, and I will, so if everything else is fine, psychologically, he's doing okay. Um, he seems pretty anxious. Um, he's very, very chatty. Uh, he keeps talking about these things, and you're pretty sure he's also talking about classified information. Okay. <laughs> but he keeps chatting and talking about matrices, all kinds of stuff. It's if you ever were around a kid that knows a lot about Pokemon and just kind of vomits it onto you without you really even knowing what's going on, it's a lot like that. <laughs> well, I just want to warn you. Maybe you should watch what you say to people. You can say whatever you want to me because of HIPAA. But I would watch what you say to others. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, do, do we? I, I mean, I, we're we're all going to space. It's just, uh, I just me and Al. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a uh, it's. Re- I'm just very excited. It's I think it's going to be a good yeah. time. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm gonna um, let Forage know about the medicines I'm giving you and your blood pressure. Okay. Oh, okay. So super. Um, do we do the MRI now or later? I don't know how those work. Go ahead. Go get an magnet. Um, <laughs> they actually. Pull your one of your things is to do an MRI on both men. Yep, yep. I forgot about that. They pull uh, two two assistants at the medical facility. Pull him out, and you just kind of observe as they go through. There's another team of doctors just kind of recording the information. Um, I'm also gonna write a script for O'Neill so he can have something for his blood pressure and also an inhaler for his um, potential thing. And I don't know how blood centers work in space. I would like to give him one. I won't. <laughs> really got to compliment your bedside manner, by the way. That was excellent. <laughs> it's almost like she's a professional. <laughs> As you're watching the screens with their MRIs, because um, they're being done concurrently for some reason, um, something's off. If you want to make me a medicine check and try to. 50. 50. What's your medicine skill? It is eighty. Okay, yeah, you notice that. Hey, Sarah, keep in mind too. I, for those of you playing Delta Green for the first time, now I'm Corey. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if you if you wrote doubles under your number, so if your number is sixty four and you wrote a fifty five, forty four, thirty three, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, those are crits. Mm-hmm. That's a critical success. And if you do the same thing above your number, those are critical failures. Cool. And I think I'm odd sure one and double zero is also in that, aren't they, Corey? Yeah, double zero is always a success one. Or yeah. Uh, so with that 55 medicine, though, you notice... Not 55, 
It's not a critical. I'm sorry, it was 54? 50, even. Oh, 50. Oh, 50 even. Okay. I misheard two. Sorry. You figure out that the electrical activity in both their brains is more intense than usual. Like, there's a lot of neurons firing at the same time in both men. Uh, but the movement of the pulses is almost rhythmic. It's it's odd. You know as a doctor that that's not normal. It's not shocking, but it's there's definitely something off about it, that both men are kind of pulsing with each other. With now, are, are they together? Yes, actually. I don't like this. <laughs> and just to know, there's nothing on Winthrop, whatever his name was. I'm terrible with names, sorry, Tori. Uh, Winthrop um, and O'Neill. Yes. On Winthrop, there was nothing that showed any sign of electric, like, cushion, nothing like that. No, he was a, he's just kind of a fat dude. Okay. Like, everything about this dude screams mathematician. <laughs> you, they pull uh, both men out, um, and they ask you to clear them, to clear them both. Uh, if there's anything else you want to ask them before you sign off on their paperwork. I'm, I'm going to ask them if they were in an accident together. Oh, no, um. No, uh, I've never been in any kind of accident with with him. Um, is it is it about the brain brain stuff? Is our our brain stuff weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, it it was just a little unusual. You we were both unusual in the same way. Do you all? Have- it's meditation. O'Neill cuts you off pretty sharply. It's some esoteric stuff. I got really into Buddhism and some other I don't, practices. I don't think meditation can do that. Well, that's another failing of Western medicine, isn't it? Okay. Is there like an insight check? Uh, yeah, you can make a human roll. Okay. Oh, man, fail. Okay. Uh, you're kind of taken aback by just how sharp he was with that, but that's really about it. Okay. Um. So yeah, you sign off on their paperwork. Is there any notes you want to kick up to leadership? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I before signing off, I want to make leaders make sure leadership's okay with their blood pressure, with his risk of embolism, with the obesity, reflux, fucking everything. Because I'm not signing off on this chart. Hard stop. <laughs> awesome. Uh, An aide takes the charts and is going to run them to Sklazy and Woolrich. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of you um, mill about the cafeteria. Uh, they've had some Olive Garden brought in that is lukewarm at best. Isn't it always? Uh, do they do they have Hello Fresh here? Can we get Hello Fresh? <laughs> I don't know if that exists in Japan, actually. <laughs> Tony's not here to help me with the starting that we give me. Um, you guys have this is going to be one of your few bouts of free time. Uh, if you guys want to dig into your mission, because it's they're still being fairly cryptic about it, or uh, talk to O'Neill and Wintrop about anything. I want to talk to Doctor Turner if she's back by now. Oh, oh, this is while she's gone, or okay, yeah, she's back. She meets up with oh, you okay. in the cafeteria. So, uh, Turner, mm-hmm. anything up with these guys? It's not normal. I don't want to get away too much, but yeah, yeah, HIPAA, blah blah blah. I mean, but really, these aren't <laughs> astronauts or pilots or anything. I mean, I don't think it's breaking HIPAA to look at them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one looks fat, and that one can't breathe. Yeah, Yeah, I think we nailed it. All right, I'm I'm basically a doctor. No! Why do you think they're coming on? I guess they know some math stuff, but other people don't. 
super I mean, math geniuses. Yeah. The higher ups think it's okay, then it's okay. Send it to the higher ups. Yeah. As long as they're you good. Notice one of the secretaries kind of like listens to y'all. Uh, yeah, swings by and he's like, "Hey, yeah, we're the, those dudes were brought in from some Lacia black site. They're working on God knows what, but that's the the scuttlebutt anyway. That's what I've heard. But uh, they don't look like astronauts, do they?" <laughs> Uh, can I can I speak to you for a moment and just kind of pull pull the person in? Yeah. Uh, this is none of your goddamn business. <laughs> uh, this is classified information, and if you continue to act in this insubordinate way, I will have you reported. Friend, I appreciate that you're in the Air Force, but we don't have ranks like that here. Sure you don't. I'm going to be your eyes on the ground for when you go up there, so I really suggest you aren't as forceful. I was just asking. And he just kind of storms off. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day. It's a classy place, so he doesn't flip the bird, but he very much looks like he's. You know what? I'm gonna go after him. <laughs> okay. Right. So I'll flag him down the hall. Go listen, listen from the rest of the crew. <sighs> Let me look at his name real quick. Dirk major. is a Dirk is a major something, and it's not just a rank. So um, I, we appreciate that. He's just. Just an asshole. So, um, what else can you tell us about the about them? I'll keep quiet. This is, you know, between All me and you. Fucking astronauts, or uh, it's like high school never ended. Like, yeah, you're the smartest jocks in your class, but you're still GD jocks. All I wanted was, of course, I've got astigmatism, so I'm not going to be able to go into space. And anyway, um, yeah, there's some some kind of. I mean, he is right. I'm not supposed to talk about these things, but uh, yeah, they're from some black site way, way away from here. Uh, mathematicians going up to space is just off. Yeah. I don't know. He kind of put the bug in me. I don't know how much I want to talk about. All right. So I would like to try to do a persuasion on him. So let me brag out my dice. My four-year-old daughter walked out and put all my dice up and I'm going to put them out. So I would like to just my persuade 20. But uh, so the, you the, can the give approach, it a charisma if, you, if you're feeling good about that. I mean, that's 60%. Uh, yeah, so... Look, I, I will admit this is you're right about the football player jock thing. <sighs> We're notorious assholes and all that. I, I get that. I agree. I was a dick when I was in school. And, you know, I'm trying to be a better human being. But, I mean, we're all kind of working on this together. So, I mean, any insight you can give me with these people in particular, the doctor was just saying that uh, they shouldn't be there. Uh, I get the impression that this could be hazardous to their health and possibly our own. So, you know, any info that you could give me that would allow me to make a better decision for the team up there would be greatly appreciated. So I will use my Easy Rover Dice Cup from EasyRoverDice.com. And I wrote a 91. Oof. Oh, ouch. I can't really. Like I said, no, he's right. You, you guys go sit and spin. I'm I'm. And he just... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, in my action walking in, and I don't want to hog this scene too much, I'm going to pull out my iPhone. They did have iPhones in 2010, and I'm going to try to Google those guys' names just to see if they come up with like any scholarly papers or anything like that. Okay, cool. Um, who, Which one are you Googling first? Smoking Man. Smoking Man? Uh, so is that a cryptography to do that, or is that just a basic No, you can, you can Google. You can Google. Heart's so you, got, you got access to university library databases. <laughs> <laughs> I'm elbow deep in EBSCO. 
<laughs> Academics are complete. <laughs> James Stewart. I will. I will say that you all have access to some files on this mission, um, as long as well as some NASA backlog. If you want to get a better idea, but uh, as you Google O'Neill, um, there are eight people on Facebook with the name Pierce O'Neill. None of those are the guy that you. None of those are the cigarettes. Um, you try some military and uh, Ep- you try EBSCO and nothing really comes up. <sighs> Never had much luck with EBSCO anyway. Okay. <laughs> Um, you can dig, try to dig a little deeper. I, I, I'll go ahead and relinquish the scene. I, I'm saying with my 20 on my uh, SIG in. No, I have zero on <laughs> SIG in and 20 in search. I'm just going to say that I don't know how to Google. <laughs> <laughs> so Really uh, good. It's your special. You over-specialize and you breed in week. Yeah. Walk back in. Dirk, man, yeah. he tried that shit out there in the hall with me, right? Telling me stuff. I was like, no, man, we don't want to hear it. Mission security. Yeah. I mean, people need to keep the information contained. I mean, we we are here for a specific mission, and we don't need to be talking about it. We just need to do what we're supposed to do. Yeah, and what's that? What they tell us to do. Okay. Drive some nerds to space. Let them run some math. Somehow get back. Yeah, and it gets us to space. You've made a trip before, haven't you? I don't actually know, Corey. Have I made a trip to space before? Yes, I have. Going back to space. <laughs> You're chomping at the bit to get back up there, man. Yeah, that's one of my motivations. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. Um, I, I, I forgot the back part of that sentence. Yeah, loose and goosey, uh, you guys. <laughs> loose table. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm in, and that's why I want to go back. Belton, you ever made it up there? My backstory doesn't mention it. I don't think I have. Uh, you, have you have not. Okay. Not to space. Done enough flying on my own, though. Well, this is your opportunity. Finally moving up the ranks a little more. <laughs> yep, and I eat a, a... I stuff my face with breadsticks. They're cold by this point. The food is lukewarm. <laughs> All right, you guys chow down on what is clearly a symptom of NASA's cut budget and <laughs> continually slashed budget. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before your week continues into fairly intensive training? I think I'm good. Yeah, I mean, I, I may try and have a beer with um, Hamlet at some point, but other than that. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it before we get on the little spinny thing. It'll be fine. <laughs> hey, we're, we're training. Man. We've already been for training. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, well, I guess we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ha- Hamlet and Belton? Uh, you give them a crash course in EVA, which is extravehicular activity outside a space shuttle. Um, majority of this occurs in a swimming pool. Uh, the trainees get into their, their mocked up. They're both in their uh, MMUs, which is those big white spacesuits you see people doing walks in. Um, and then they slip in. The MMU actually slips in over that. So it's like a cage for them to simulate what microgravity is going to feel like while they're in the pool. Uh you does anyone want to give them a visual example? Uh, do a quick run with the MMU. Yeah, are you talking about show the trainees an example of how it works? Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay, cool. Uh, roll me a dex times five. So you're gonna need to tell me how that works. Just roll your dex. We'll we'll say that. And that's the that's the percentile. Yeah, thirty nine. My dex is sixty five. All right. Yeah, you breeze through it because you. You guys have trained and trained and trained on this. Uh, you make it from one end of the pool to the other. Um, like it's nothing. 
visibility super limited in there and it's hard to use your gloves uh there's some simple puzzles at the, both ends of the course you don't break any records by any means but you, you knock it out and o'neill and Windrob are waiting watch you do this and uh both look very nervous all right so I, I get out of the pool and i take off my helmet really dramatically might not go so well the first time for you but good luck oh okay um Wintrob steps forward to go first uh he gets about halfway through the pool while you guys are watching and he stops. Um, you can hear him over the radio they have installed, and he's he's breathing really heavy. Oh, okay. Is, is this this going to be what it's like? Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Oh no, this is this is bad. O'Neill said something about this. Like I can imagine, I can tulpa myself through that. I can activate myself. I can. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna drown. I'm I am going to drown. And at that point, I'm we're gonna we gotta pull him out. He's panicking. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we all have suits on, readers? Uh You all, all of you do, actually. Yeah, um, I'll just jump in and go get him at this point. I'll try and bring him. Roll me a pilot roll to see if you can fish him out of the. Okay. Um. So for me, I'm gonna let's see here. I think uh, I've got a, multiple pilot rolls. <laughs> Which uh, I've got a uh, spacesuit. Spacesuit. Okay. Um, forty-seven. That's over. Not failed. Okay. Um, you try to grab onto him, but he's a big dude. Okay. Um, you squash. He kind of bats you away, and he's still really screaming. I'm going in to help. Going in to accept, uh, assist Dirk. Okay. I I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. And that's all you're hearing through there. Can I talk to him back through the radio? Yeah. If you want to try to calm him down. Yeah, that's exactly what I want to do. Hey, man, we're right here. We're coming towards you. Just keep breathing yeah. normally. We're right here. Don't We're getting, yeah. it won't it, it it won't matter. I I I I I want to go. Hi I, I I. Where's O'Neill? Where, where where's O'Neill? He's up O'Neil's here. Actually. We'll get you back to him. We're gonna get you trained up. You're going to space. Don't worry about it. This is just the first run. <laughs> I succeeded on that astronaut check too, just to help right. out. Cool. You got him by his shoulders and calm him down. Um, and try to pull him out. Uh, he's kind of resigned. He's really disappointed in himself. He's kind of, his breathing slowed. Uh, he's hurt himself during that somehow. Like, he's pinched one of his arms and he's bleeding inside his suit. Uh, you can tell. I felt like at once. Golden Corral. I never was proud of myself either. <laughs> <laughs> he actually chuckles at that, if you say that in character. Oh, I did. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, uh, oh, this is, uh, uh, I, 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 I just, I don't know if I can do this. I'm gonna check out his arm. Yeah, he's cut it. Um, it's gonna need stitches. I'll stitch him up. All right, roll me a medicine check. Sixty-six for an eighty. Oh, critical success. Okay, yeah, you stitch him up, and he actually, you do it so quickly, he doesn't notice. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, oh, thank, thank you. I, I normally, I, I hate needles. That, uh, that's yeah, that's super. Yeah. I, are you sure that? You don't want to do this? Yeah, no, I, I have to. Do. Why do you have to? It's what I'm supposed to do. I don't. I want to go to space. O'Neill's gonna help me in space. I mean, we're going to space. What? What if something happens to O'Neill? What will you do? I don't want my friend to get hurt, but uh, it's, I, I mean, there's no way else to fix the satellite. Okay, I understand. I appreciate how dedicated you are to the mission. Yeah, he's 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 my friend. I'm I'm not. I, 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 he said we we're going to get to go to space, and I. So Corey, like, I got a close up of his wound. Is his blood normal? 
Yeah, it, there's nothing off about it. He did just pinch off. It it looks like it's coagulating and everything correctly. Just wondered with a weird dream. <laughs> okay. Um, O'Neill steps up and just kind of looks around. Like, he doesn't know if it's his turn. Clearly getting antsy. He doesn't, he watched his friend really fudge that up. Yeah, I walk up and I slap him on the shoulder. Don't worry about it. Don't worry if you can't get all the way across from the first try. Just keep breathing normally. We'll get you out if you need to be out. <sighs> okay. All right. And I'm actually going to roll for him. Right. Uh, would you feel more comfortable if I was in there? No, I need to do this alone if I'm going to do it. All right, soldier. Okay. And so you shoot him into the cage um, in his MMU. And he starts to walk across. And he fumbles the first try on some of the door opening puzzles. And on his second try, he makes it through. Um, it takes him a minute, but uh, he does it. How's he breathing? Um, heavily. Uh, it's clearly exerted, pulled a lot of effort from him to the, do this. But uh, uh, as much as a sixty-seven-year-old man really withstand walking the bottom pool. Shit, he's even closer to seventy. <laughs> Put it in perspective, guys. Lemmy was like sixty-eight or sixty-nine when he died, but he kept going. Goddamn right, Bruce. 52? Okay, now I have a much stronger opinion about these guys. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with being early No, but going to space... Uh, <laughs> be one thing if you were out of shape going to space at 20. And you look at the doctor with her short graying hair and she's just staring at you. Am I wrong? I think I'm fit to go to space. Well, clearly I am. I'm gonna go have a smoke. No. No, 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 no. No more. Someone get this guy a nicotine patch. All right, cool. Are we done? Is this is this it? Huh. Uh, this is step one. <laughs> <sighs> okay, um, you guys continue to train the next couple days with the pulls. Uh, Weintraub kind of calms down, uh, warms up to you a little bit, but uh, still really struggles with a lot of the tests. Yeah, they- the first night after um, the failed uh, experiment, I, I am going to uh, sit down with him and bring him uh, a beer and just relax with him and try to bond with him and just okay. kind of calm down and boost him up a little bit. Okay. Uh, Weintraub or O'Neill? Um, Weintraub, after uh, where he failed. Um, you head to his room with a couple of cores. Yeah, some real cheap. <laughs> Uh, you knock on the door, no one answers. Gonna knock again. <laughs> Alright, um, the door is a little bit open, so you notice it bounced when you do the second time. Okay, I'm gonna kind of say his name as I slowly open the door. He doesn't look up, but O'Neill's in his room with him, and they've got one of those... When you were in middle school, you know those little paper uh, choice puzzles that you would make? Yeah. With the, squ- yeah. With the squares? O'Neill mm-hmm. has one of those, and it's made of cloth, and it's completely blank, but, uh, Wantrob's eyes are rolled in the back of his head, but uh, he's clearly looking at the paper. Uh, O'Neil just O'Neil uh, slides over and looks at you, and he's like, "Yeah, hey, I just wanted to have a beer with you guys. Uh, congratulate you on your first day of training." And I'm going to get try and get a better look as I'm saying this of the thing that they're holding. O'Neil kind of looks surprised that someone's being nice to him. Uh, he's clearly an angry old man, but that kind of endears you to him. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, we were doing our meditation, 
just a calm one Rob and I have you know uh, we're not in the best of shape so we're just trying to get as calm as for this uh this flight you know, you know what calms me down a nice cold course <laughs> hell yeah brother and he takes it from you <laughs> okay now you know we're recording this for a podcast so did you notice did you smell the blue apron that they were cooking <laughs> That's what I was totally trying to get at with the Hello Pressure. <laughs> it was meant to be a callback to our previous guest appearance with our Audible promotion. <laughs> oh, yeah. You mean Audible where you get one book free when you join? Well, here's the thing. Did you know, Corey, that with Libro FM, you can do the same, but support a local bookstore. <laughs> and if you need wow. to mail anything to that bookstore, you can use stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to be a good DM and cut this tangent. All right, previously, um, Major Dirk brought some cores to Wantribe and O'Neill, and they were playing with a weird puzzle. So, Dirk, are you doing any... Uh, I'm just trying to, like, boost him up, and I'm, I'm gonna, I will ask them about it, though. I'm, uh, so what's that uh, the thing you got there? Oh, it's, uh, it's a meditation. And he so- actually shows it to you? Like, he hands it to you. I'll take it and look at it. Um, it's one of those old kids uh, sort of origami puzzles. But the whole hey, thing made of a... I'm going to try and actually manipulate it and move it. O'Neill kind of like looks you over as you do it, but he doesn't say anything. Um, it's not paper, though, you realize. It's uh, it's cloth. It's like a, almost like a tarp. So, you, so do you ask it a question? or No, you just focus on things you want to have. Okay. Well, I, I'm just going to look at it uh, and just say out loud uh, as I take a sip of my chorus. Um, yeah, I uh, hope we go to space. Hope it's good. Hand it back to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you do kind of get a migraine after looking at it for a second. Like, you just get a sudden headache. But, yeah, he takes it back and he's like, cool. Uh, so, yeah, um, we're getting ready. Uh, do you? We appreciate the beer, don't get me wrong. Do you try to dig anymore, or are you just going to glad hand him some more? Uh, you guys need to get back to meditating or something? Yeah, if you don't care, I, we we appreciate it. Oh, okay. Uh, and, you know, I, I assume I've got one of those, like, you know, ring six-packs, and I'll just set a couple more down and then head out. All right, yeah. Um, you do so, and uh, they go to drinking their beers, actually. Uh, see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Re- like, really. And O'Neill stands up and, like, thanks. Uh, you're welcome. I'll just head out. All right, cool. Uh, uh, you guys go through some more training. Uh, you do the vomit comment, and the day is creeping up. Um, is there anything you guys want to do on the base before you guys strap in and go to space? I would like to talk to Woolridge about the medical records that I sent up. Okay, you try to track him down, and you can't find him. Uh, Scalzi's there, uh, your actual CEO. Mm-hmm. The guy that's not in charge of the launch. Hey, uh, did you, did you, you want to talk about anything? I know we've talked a little bit about the non-astronauts and things like that, but I never expected them to be this out of shape to go to space. It's, uh, it's a necessary evil, I think. There's a very good chance O'Neill's going to have a pulmonary embolism up there and die. It's, uh, and he loosens his tie, uh, and he pushes his office door, too. I, it's one of those things. That I think it's the cards we're doing now. There's no one else we can send up. No. Okay. Did, I'll uh I'll talk what? to Woolrich as much as I can. 
and you know nothing about where they came from or why their MRI would have synced brain waves? I don't necessarily know what that means, um, but no. Um, Woolrich kind of came in and took my... I. You guys weren't being trained for the mission you're going on originally. You were just supposed to... We are going to do a thing with the ISS, but uh looks like that's not... A lot of that going around lately. Uh, somebody, some brass comes in and just commandeers whatever we're trying to do. Okay. This is Woolrich's baby. If it's okay with you, then, if I'm going to take them, I'm going to bring some extra medicines that we normally wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he signs off on everything. And he kind of just looks forlornly, forlornly out his window. Anything I can do for you? <sighs> just do your best up there. Okay. Will do. Always do. Okay. And I won't get into specifics, like, because that's unnecessary, but I'm going to get medicines that would be used to treat a I'm going to get medicines that would be used to treat a heart attack, stuff that you might not necessarily have um, going into a space mission. But with these guys, I want to be extra precautious. Get some insulin and get some um, sugar water in case his blood sugar goes too low, that kind of stuff. Okay, you acquire all these things and get them on the manifest. and It takes an extra day uh, during the training to get all that cleared, but it happens. Okay. Uh. So we're going to jump to launch day, unless you guys uh, want to try to look into Black Sat or your two compatriots anymore. I'm not doing so. If there are files available, I want to figure out why non-astronaut personnel would be requested on this type of mission. Okay, yeah. See if there's precedent for it or anything like that. All right, as you dig around, um, you find uh, some notes... On Blacksat, uh, they're just they're on the actual like regular NASA server with your clearance, uh, and nothing is too. It's still fairly cryptic, but you pull some blueprints, and uh, it's a satellite. It's clearly something from the seventies. It's an older satellite, but somehow it's still running uh, till it conked out. But uh, in the blueprints, you don't know if it's redacted or because a lot of the information is the satellite seems hollow. Okay. You don't know if that's part of the redaction or the satellite is designed to be a hollow satellite. Okay. And does it look like bigger than a normal satellite? So there's extra room created or does it seem to be missing what would usually be there? Uh, no, it's a normal size satellite. It's just weirdly hollow. Like there should be some tech parts in there. You know that. Yeah. Um, you keep digging and realize uh, a defense satellite isn't something we have. Okay. Uh, Reagan posted uh, when he was trying to get the Star Wars program up, uh, any defense satellites would be almost a trillion dollars. Um, a ICBM with three war... Uh, a three-warhead ICBM, uh, which they tried to get off the ground, would have been $50 million, and that the chunk out of NASA's budget that would have done, it defeats the purpose, because each rocket itself costs $5 billion. Right. Um, so we don't really have defense satellites. At least on record, with the exception of this black set, just because you're given the clue. Mm-hmm. Well, it makes sense that there wouldn't be anything on the books because they did say it was a um, a non off the books thing. But it's weird that we have a blueprint for it. But it's is it mentioned in the blueprint as a defense satellite? Yeah, it says uh, a defense satellite, and through the redaction, the only things you pull forward are. Uh, Defense satellite using Collidian and Lamontian Euclidean equation. Okay. I, as a player, have some idea of Euclidean. Do you, would um, loose? Maybe intelligence roll. 
was going to say I'm an electrician. I'm not sure that would do too much there. Um, my intelligence is 75, and I got a 65. Uh, you know the definition. Okay, fair enough. So I know it's weird. Yeah, you don't recognize any of the names attached to the equation. Gotcha. Uh, as a player note, Corey, I do, because uh, you cut out for just a second, I want to clarify. Did you say Euclidean or non-Euclidean? I said Euclidean. Okay, just just checking. <laughs> I said uh, Lamont configuration and Claudian equations. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't know any of this in character. I just wanted to, as a player, just mm-hmm. play Okay, and so now I'm trying to think through what else I would want to know. Mostly I was trying to fit. Okay, those things tell me why they need math people. Okay, that's good for me for now. Um, I'm going to be studying the shuttle schematics for the shuttle we're taking up. Actually, I'm glad you, you mentioned that, uh, Major. Um, listen, uh, can I ask you to do me a favor? Like, I'll, I'll take care of the schematics for you. Like, we haven't really, like, like the commander's been kind of cagey lately. I mean, he's going on this mission. He was, you know, he came into it late and all that. I just, I mean, it's just something seems kind of off. And I, you've got a better relationship with him than I do. I mean, I think the world of him, but I... You know, I'll, I'll be happy to do whatever you want me to do. If you could go, just go check on the commander real quick. So oh. out, of char- out of character, yeah, I, I kind of want, I would rather you handle that particular aspect just because of. Yeah, fine. Uh, yeah, sure. I, c- I can take care of that. Uh, make sure you get the, because I still want to look over those schematics though. Uh, so if you can go ahead and pull them for me, um, I mean, look over as much as you want, but make sure you pull me a, a copy of those schematics because I'm still going to look over them. Will do. Um, and then, yeah, I'm going to go find the commander then. and. Okay, are you looking for your shuttle commander or yeah. uh, Woolrich? Okay, that was my who Hamlet was talking about. Yeah, okay. that would. Yeah, that's the commander Stay. Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna try and find Commander Stay. Make sure that uh, he's doing all right. Yeah. Um. You find him in his room. He is reading Peter Straub's Coco. They don't say no weird uh, hand things he's doing. <laughs> Meditating. Nope, he is. He is reading a book. He's reading a horror book about the Vietnam War. But, but yo, what's up? Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you're all right. Uh, you know, uh, you know, we're getting ready and uh, see if there's anything you need me to do. Um, just the drills you've been given, man. Um, even though he's your commander, uh, you're almost at the same rank for this since you're the pilot. Yeah. Um, you will be covering each other's asses more or less mm-hmm. and acting each other's co-pilot. But uh, yeah, and he, but he calls the shot. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. No, everybody's doing this. Is this is really weird, man? I just want to make sure that everything's good on your end. No, no issues. Anything that we need to know going up there, uh, man. You know what I know, dude. And he kind of he shuts his book and kind of looks around. And he's like, I know you're more by the book, but have you looked into either of these dudes at all? Uh, I had beer with them. How'd that uh, go? Uh, they're a little weird. Uh, they they they're into some weird meditation stuff. Uh, they were playing around with one of those middle school toys that you got. Uh, you know, you made choices with it and stuff. Um, I don't know if you know what we're talking about. We used to have them back in the day, but... Um, oh, it's like the little S you would draw on your desk, like the infinity symbol, like that. No, but sure. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they're a little, little off. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to do what I'm told, trying to get back up there, but... No, they're not qualified at all to go up there, but that's not my call to make. Yeah, I mean, I did what little Google foo I could. Weintraub seems, I mean, he's not an astronaut, but he seems solid. He's a he's a mathematician. He's got a couple papers on. Yeah, oh, stuff oh, that's like a, a dark past, seems like. 
Yeah, I, I can't find it. And he said something about, a, like, growing up. I think he had just, like, hippie parents kind of rebelled by going to math, I guess. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I don't think we're not meant to know everything about that guy there. Uh, I'm, I mean, I assume you, you trust the people uh, that send us on this mission. I trust. I trust our CEO. I don't trust Woolrich. Like, I don't... Man, I've been in the Air Force a long time. Just, he doesn't feel like Air Force. Yeah. Well, maybe we should just keep our eyes peeled. Just be safe. Uh, keep an extra eye on O'Neill. Uh, ho- hopefully, he's... I mean, he seems like he's not a bad guy. But uh, maybe he needs watching a little closer. Um, I mean... I'll hell, do hell, hell, what I can. He uh, shakes your hand and he just kind of goes back to his book. Yeah, I'll give I'll give him a salute and leave. All right. Um, and then going to launch know, day. If, if, yeah, you can go to launch day unless there's something pertinent for the resources that uh, the major wanted. Otherwise, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm I, I do want to make sure that Hamlet does get me the uh, the schematics I asked for. But. Uh, I dropped them into the Facebook chat because I honestly just could not find the same image on my Google Photos that I had on my phone. Mm. No, you're fine. Um, so. Uh, yeah, you you get the schematics there. Okay. Yeah, I just was I, out of character. I didn't know if Thornsburg was being cagey with me there for a second. <laughs> 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 Send me off to do something else. But okay, I'm, yeah, I'm good to go. Launch day, whatever. Launch day okay. works. All right, here we go. Uh, Spain McMillan. Um, he's sitting next to you in the cockpit. Uh, you're at the center. The other five. It's a smaller shuttle. You know, it doesn't feel repurposed or anything, but it does feel older just because of NASA budget cuts. Uh, Belton, you're jump master. Um, yeah. So you're seated at, behind them in the forward left seat. Uh, in the event of a bailout, uh, using the in-flight crew escape system, you're the one who blows the hatch. Just blows the escape pole. So if you guys go down. Uh, the crew members, you're all dressed in those, like, puffy, or as you had walked and seated in, it's those uh, orange uh Spacesuits you always see in movies, like in Armageddon, like they're huge. Um, those are your aces, uh, but everybody calls them pumpkin suits because they're so wide. Deirdre, you said it in between uh, Windrob and O'Neill. Cool. Had in my camera. <laughs> uh, Hamlet, you're set it on the other side of O'Neill. I would like to note that I'm just like saying calming things to them, like, it'll all be okay, and this will be uh, great. You're locked forward to an extent in your suit. Um but yeah, you've got radio contact with both of them. Yeah, I'm. Uh, oh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm ready to go. They. They wouldn't let me take uh, my Lego up here. Uh, you always gotta keep your Lego on you. I don't always. I know it's 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 a uh, an O'Neill cousin. It's a totem. It keeps him focused. Just just think about your arm when you need to focus. Okay, arm. Awesome. Um, the tattoo on your arm, not just your arm in general. <laughs> 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 I, I, yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, go, going forward, I'm going to build things. I, I have control. I can build. You're going to build great up here. Um, so, Major Dirk and Commander Spay, you're both. You're a pilot and your commander, but you're not really doing anything. The launch is mostly automated. Uh, unless something goes really wrong, you don't really get the controls. All uh, mission control from here. <laughs> just, 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 just a tiny bit visibly bummed about it. <laughs> just uh oh it's uh it's coming um you hear lights 
click on um, and you kind of feel the pulse of all the different systems starting to boot up on the shuttle. It's my favorite part. (laughs) Can I hear him from where I am? Uh, Yeah, he's on the open radio channel, I would say. (laughs) Okay, that's all. Uh, mission control pops in. It's Woolrich. He goes, are you ready? Count us down. Ground control. Um, you're a bunch of chatter start. Um, you're locked in, and it feels like it's hours of you just s- setting there. Um, and it, it is, it's, it doesn't feel great. Um, it's, the, the tension's there. You're, you're feeling it. it. It's really shaky. And then you hear it. T-minus two minutes. Uh, you lock your visors. T-minus 31 seconds. The ground launch sequence is a go for, and the auto sequence starts, and you feel the ship start to raise to the upwards position. T minus 10 seconds. The main engine and the burn off system activates, and it starts shaking the shuttle like more than any training you've had. It is just rattling. This is my favorite part. T minus six section. The main engine starts. The entire launch stack of the shuttle, fuel pod, and boosters pitches down about six feet. This is known as the nod or the twang. Your stomach kind of lurches because the shit, the space shuttle does lean forwards. T minus zero seconds. The solid rocket boosters ignite and explosive bolts relate from the boosters and lift off. And you start moving. And it's just blue. It doesn't even look like you are moving. But you can feel the G-forces kick in and start to pull. Uh, the noise is so loud, it, does, it sounds like silence. You're going to space. You hear the, the voice come back in. T plus 12 seconds. The, subtle start, the shuttle starts to pitch and roll right on schedule. Instead of lying on your back, facing upwards, you're now inclined. Your knees are over your head as it br- starts to break out of the atmosphere. The craft hits about 1.7 G-forces. So if you weigh uh, 100 pounds, it feels like 120 pounds. So just a little bit of a drop, but you feel heavier. You all start to see a gray, speckly fog as G-forces impact your optic nerves. Weintraub starts gasping. <laughs> My eyes are... I can't breathe. I, I can't. I, I can't. Slowly, in and out. One, two, three, four. Out. One, two, three, four. <laughs> My eyes are really, really hurting. Keep them close. You all are seeing this fog, but... Uh, he's... Oh, okay. A T plus 19 seconds. So the roll is complete. Weintraub's fucking screaming. Just listen to Dee Just listen to Dee Dee. Capcom, the control, cuts his mic off. <laughs> and I'm, I will continue in a very calm voice, even though I can't hear him anymore. Keep calm, keep breathing, and I'll keep counting. You can see that he's shaking, despite the... G- That's impressive. Is he okay? O'Neill cuts in. Is he, I, is he okay? I'm not sure, but I can't get to him. Uh... If you want to get out of your seat and try to help him, um, it's not protocol, but it's uh, you're supposed to wait till you hit microgravity. It'll be rough if you try to. How far off are we from microgravity? T, you got maybe 10 seconds. I'll wait 10 seconds. Or you probably have a minute and a half, sorry. That's <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh, the roll is complete as your knees are over your head. Uh... T minus 38 seconds. The shuttle reaches what's called max Q, the point of the greatest aerodynamic stress on the vehicle. The throttle accelerates and the spacecraft breaks the sound barrier. You hear nothing. Capcom restores Weintraub's mic for Turner only, but cuts your mic from everyone else. Okay. But Weintraub. O'Neill starts screaming as well, just wanting to know what's happening to his friend. 
I, I, my eyes. Something's wrong with my eyes. Okay, okay. I'll help. Have we read? Well, I can't hear you. Say yeah. Where are we? Um, like my senses. How far off are we from? Um, it's a little shaky. You notice the the shuttle is starting to shake pretty severely. Uh, G force is kicked in, and you're much heavier. You're almost stuck to your seat, but yeah, I, you could I, you could stand up if you unbuckled yourself. But it's a dangerous. It's okay. Just just thirty more seconds. I'll be to you. <laughs> Hi, 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 hi. Uh, are you getting up or are you waiting till... I, I'm waiting. Okay. The shuttle is 5.6 kilometers up and moving. Uh, uh, 1,200 kilometers per hour. Capcom checks in with the pilot commander. Only discover there's radio problems. There, it, you're, one, it is all you're hearing. Uh, Major Dirk to ground control. I, it, yeah, yeah, black, fat. I'm, I'm going to go over our internal comms. Uh, we, we're having radio contact issues uh, with ground control. Just uh, be advised. The engines start to increase thrust again at T plus 57 seconds. The radio starts to really come in and out, and you start to hear audio that isn't ground control. Is this just to the commander or everybody? It's to everyone. Gotcha. Is it static? Uh, is there a coherent pattern? Is there words? It's fuzzy, but it sounds like another takeoff team. It sounds like another audio of another shuttle launching. Um, they're doing their countdown, they're doing their checks, but something starts to go wrong. I'm, I'm going to go over the comms. Uh, abort your launch. Uh, another uh, shuttle is currently in air. Who Who is that? Is that? And you is realize it? that you've heard this audio before? Uh-huh. And it's the columbia crew before the columbia incident so everybody make me a sand check oh yeah now let me tell you this Corey. i watched that blow up in my like as, as a kid i can still remember watching the columbia what is a Corey track yeah how do we go about that all right uh just roll your percentile for your oh um yeah for your sand that would be an 11 under uh, 70, so I would take that as a crit success. Mine's a 47 under, is it this number next? Oh, yeah. Under 65. Okay. Um, you both take one sand damage. Um, the We're talking about the max in that cat- column, right? Yeah. It's okay, I rolled column. a 23 under 70. All right, yeah, you take one sanity damage. It makes your stomach turn, but you're just thinking it might be some weird audio glitch, like someone had the recording up. Okay. It doesn't make you feel good, but it's not. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't. I don't like that. But push on. Uh, does the audio cut out, or does it keep going? Um, it cuts out. Uh, there's no explosion or anything. There's just silence. Okay. Everyone remain calm. Just some weird radio glitches. Let's just remain seated and calm. How far away are we? Um, T minus. Plus 57 seconds. The radio cuts back in, and you hear ground control. Medic, warn drop, let cop proceed to radio. Finish the mission. I think I heard finish the mission. And then suddenly you feel it. The radio cuts back out. The shuttle goes 35 kilometers up. You can make a craft. Um, You feel the or at T minus plus two minutes and 13 seconds, you feel the orbital maneuvering system kick in. At T, my, T plus two seconds, the SRBs separate, so you feel the uh, the fuel solage breaks off and falls as it does, and the ship starts shaking more than you're prepared for. 
Um, okay, uh, Corey, did you say make some sort of craft check? No, I, I messed that up. I was reading okay. it wrong. Okay, never mind. Once we're, as soon as we're up and we're, even if things feel weird, I'm jumping out of my seat and getting to Winthrop. Um, you're still shaking? Um, like, so much so, it's hard to stay away. Everybody make me a con constitution. Oh, shit. 75 for a 70. Uh, I only have a 55 constitution, but I rolled a 9. <laughs> I am 69 under 70. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Adam, did you roll? Sorry. I'm sorry. My child was yelling at me. Oh, it's, uh, it's okay. You know how they do. At 98, I failed whatever I was rolling. All right. You pass out. <laughs> oh. Don't tell on me now, Dirk. What happens to me? Oh, did you fail your constitution as well? 75 for 70. Yeah, you uh, hold on just a second longer while the ship's shaking, and you can still hear Weintraub screaming, and you pass it. And no one else can hear Weintraub because the mic was exclusively done. Yep, he is just shaking and screaming in silence. <laughs> well, I'm proceeding as normal. <laughs> T plus three minutes and 54 seconds. Uh, Capcom gets back on the radio for maybe 10 seconds. Hey, it you... At, Mission. Ground control, we, we cannot quite understand you. Uh, proceeding to mission as normally. Give uh, uh, code one for proceed as normal. Code zero for abort. Uh, T plus four minutes and 56 seconds. Uh, Dirk, give me a pilot. Okay. Uh, piloting uh, airplane or spacecraft? Spacecraft. Okay. I did ask, just in case. Because my, my airplane is a little bit better. But... <laughs> 33 under 60. So that's a critical success. You look at all the dials and knobs on the space shuttle uh, with Spay, and Mm -hmm. despite the radio cutting out and Weintraub screaming from way, way back when he started, everything's going completely right. Like, this is a textbook shuttle launch. This is what I do. Okay. Doctors just passed out back there. (laughs) La, 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 la. T plus five minutes, 28 seconds. The shuttle rolls heads up position for be- better radio telemetry. Uh, but your radio still doesn't kick in. T plus five minutes and 45 seconds. Everybody make me another contest to see if you gray out as you hit microgravity. Am I still making it or am I instantly fail? Uh, anybody that's already passed out is passed out. Okay. 53, I'm good. 74 uh, over 55, so I pass out. <laughs> yeah, you shake like it jolts you and you're out. Great. Uh, pilot's unconscious. <laughs> yeah. It's all right, Commander. Yeah. Commander's still there, maybe. Oh, Spain makes it. Okay. Commander, how's he doing? He's good. He's 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 not excited about everyone being knocked out, but he is. He's he's doing his job. Um, the G-forces continue to build, uh, maxing out the triple of Earth's gravity. Uh, if any of you are awake, you couldn't fe- be able to move because the G-force is so on. T plus Eight minutes, 30 seconds, thrust cease, orbit is achieved, and the astronauts are in microgravity orbiting Earth. You all slowly come to and realize you're floating in your chairs. As soon as I come to, I am unbuckling myself and flying, floating to Winthrop. He's not moving. He's vomited into his helmet, but the angle that he came up, it seems like he's choked on his own vomit, and his eyes... Have the blood vessels in both of them has burst. Pulling his helmet off, checking his pulse. Uh, protocol is to put the body in a spacesuit and store him until they return to Earth. But you pull the helmet off and vomit and blood enter the cockpit. 
Oh, pulse. I don't know how to do CPR and zero gravity. Is there some sort of like containment bag or something that I should know about that I can try to grab stuff out of the air to prevent it from, you know? Yeah, you can do your best. Uh, Make me an athletics <laughs> check to see how much biohazard you collect. <laughs> uh, athletics, okay. 32 under 50. Okay, so you bag a good amount of it. Some of it's still flecks of blood and vomit are still floating around the cabin, but you've got the majority of it. I don't know what kind of check to make. I'd assume a flight surgeon would attempt to do CPR. She might know a way to do it. He's Sarah dead. doesn't. With the with the pulse check you took, he's he's dead. That's when you do CPR. <laughs> I don't know if Doctor Turner is laughing or crying. You can make a medicine. I'll let you make a medicine check to see if you can revive him. Nope. <laughs> Not at all. It's a 98. <laughs> you taste blood and you taste vomit. And that man is dead. Cool. Cool. Um, his Has- body is floating limply, still kept in place by its seatbelt uh, with some buoyancy. He just kind of rocks back and forth. Is O'Neill moving or is he unconscious? He's still in his chair looking at his dead friend. Okay, I was wondering if he could see. Spay is up front at the cockpit still. He's got his helmet off and his head in his hands. Okay, I'm going to walk between O'Neill and Wayne Trev and just, you know, keep him from staring. My friend's dead. Just put my hand on his shoulder. I guess wherever I would retrieve something similar to a body bag, I would go retrieve. Um, protocol dictates that you stuff him into one of the spare spacesuits. Um, you're not allowed to jettison him out the airlock um, because that constitutes his littering. <laughs> Okay. And it would clog up future space missions. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to secure his body, though. Like, so it's not, like, floating where I put yeah, it. Yeah, you can, uh, once you get into the spacesuit um, uh-huh. that you have to pull from the second deck, you can uh, secure him with some of the cargo. Yeah, I'm going to secure him down so he's not just floating around everywhere, like random dead body in the cargo hold in the air. I'm going to feel real bad about it because I tried to help him and then I passed out. You guys are in the cockpit with a dead body. You were in the middle of space where no one is with a corpse. No, he's in the cargo hold now. It's fine. There's a dead man on your ship. It's fine. There's a dead man on your ship. Yep, that's not Everybody make me a sanity check. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I failed. I failed. 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 All right. Uh, each of you roll one d four and take that much damage. One. 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 Three. <laughs> I, that makes sense. Yeah. If only you could have got to him. No. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say that in character. I'm going to. Why did you even try? He had it's Cobra. Amazing. You couldn't. I'm sorry, I'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's good. Blue Crash Blue Shield, man, it's worth that. Um, O'Neal looks just... He watched his best friend die. Why didn't you help him? I'm gonna walk up to him and say the launch... Well, no. you're not walking, you're floating. Yeah. I will swim up to him and say um, the launch knocked me out. I was going to get to him, but I was gone. I'm so sorry. I liked him very much. I put my hand on her shoulder, too. I don't know if I can do this without him. You can. I, it's not 
whether I can do it or not without him. He was the second part of the equation. No, I I have options. Do Do you need someone to help you? Make me a persuasion. What is it, Corey? Make me a persuasion check. Yeah, so 73 for 60, that's No, and he just stares at the He hasn't even... You guys are in space. You are floating, and despite the grimness of what has happened, uh, that's a lot of your guys' first experience in zero-G. You're seeing stars. That's kind of a weird, <clears throat> you know, weird set of emotions to go through. You're sad, and um, the gravity of the situation hits you, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, uh, Hamlet's kind of trying to focus on the space part of it, I guess you could say, just a self-defense mechanism. Commander, does everything else look normal? Yeah, um, that's obviously that didn't go. I mean, he should have been fucking up here. Um, we still have radio. I'm, I'm going to try the radio again. All right. Um, make me a craft electronics. Do, 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 do. Uh, okay. 34 under 40. Uh, it clicks back in. Um, it seems like it's operation. Uh, ground control. Are you there? Warwick chimes in. What the hell happened? Uh, we're not sure. We lost uh, communications on our way up. Um, we do have a casualty currently, um, and we are proceeding as planned. Uh, there was some com- complications. Um, what complications? As previously identified, we lost radio transmissions, and um, we lost uh, uh, Winthrop in the uh, launch process. He had some sort of uh, medical difficulties. Um, DD could specify that uh, in more detail. Are we still to proceed on mission? Yes. You have 48 hours from our sensors. Elementary indicates you have 48 hours to prepare. I'm sure O'Neill will find a way to make it work. Understood, sir. Was there any interference on takeoff? Uh, the radios went out. Um, it, it was after the radios went out, sir. But yes, we did uh, gain some interference. Uh, it was not identifiable uh, properly. Uh, just weird radio chatter. Was there any music? Did I? I, I, I don't think I heard music. Remember, I thought it was just a launch. Uh, co- G- me asking you as the GM, Corey. Uh, uh, no, there was not. Uh, no, sir. There was no music. Okay, carry on. Uh, we'll be here. Uh, thank you, sir. He cuts out without saying anything. <clears throat> I'm just going to check O'Neill's vitals after seeing Winfred go down. I'm afraid that there might be something going on with him because of his bad health. Um, he doesn't really respond as you come to him. That I'm just going to like normal pulse, normal blood. Pressure. He doesn't let you. He stands stock still and just looks at you. He floats stock still. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, at least visibly, House is breathing. It's It seems ragged for a, a heavy smoker that just went through a space launch, but otherwise. Yeah, can we give him another nicotine patch? <laughs> <laughs> does does one of you offer him one? I'd yeah. like to. <laughs> I've got all this he, ta- he takes it and just kind of looks at the ground. That uh, He wasn't supposed to be my best friend. But... I know. He was very kind and very genuine. He shouldn't have been up here. It's not like it matters. Well... You can at least take some comfort in he achieved his dream of making it to space. His eyes burst before he got to see it. Just quiet on that response. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think you should go into writing Hallmark cards. <laughs> um, 
See, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what we can do. I guess uh, Hamlet's just going to go ahead and do what he's been trained to do. So monitor everything, um, unless someone tells me what they want me to do otherwise. Yeah, um, the one thing, your checklist uh, to get ready for the uh, the contact with the Black Sat is uh, examine your spacesuits twice to make sure everything is ready. Um, the two of you that will be doing the spacewalk have to spend some time in the airlock uh, to uh, in a pu- for pure oxygen so your lungs can handle it. You have to spend 12 hours in the pure oxygen environment before you make the uh, suit up. And it's called a pre-breathe. Yeah. Um, because of the layout of the shuttle, you're all going to be in a pure oxygen environment um, for the sake of the cramped conditions of the shuttle. So you have to switch on your pre-breathe and uh, prepare your suits over the next 48 hours. And I, I assume it's going to be Hamlet and Dirk going outside, or who's the ones that's going to be doing the walking? Yes, it'll be Hamlet and Dirk. Not Belton? Wait, so so what, what, I'm say we're on pilot, or is it the mission specialist you're about going outside, or? Uh, yes, it's it's going to be. Oh, so, so Belton. Yeah, Belton. Yeah, my bad. My, yeah, Belton, Hamlet, and O'Neill. Okay. Gotcha. I was like, I can't if I need, but I'm probably not the best for it. <laughs> you stay up there, Flyboy. So yeah, I, I am just um, you controlling what I can control and just focusing on the the flight uh, aspect. Yeah, you're. It's mostly automated again at this point, but you still have to like tweak it as you get closer to the as the satellite makes it through orbit. Uh, and yeah, as you I'm just kind of focusing on it and just kind of. You know, put throw myself into the work. Yeah, okay. and I'll get to uh, inspecting spacesuits. All right. Um, the MMU. Just is there anything like on the doctor's checklist I should be doing for people? Um, you're supposed to give everybody the once over. Okay. Make sure they don't die. I will do that. I will do that. Check some vitals. Make sure everybody's okay. <laughs> no one else dies. Oh, everyone seems fine. O'Neill's still fairly withdrawn. Understandably. Um, so, yeah, Belton, Hamlet, you guys go ahead and check the MMU. Okay. Uh, so, if you guys want to give me a craft and give them the once over and make sure they're... Like a craft spacesuit or... Uh, craft electronics. Electronics, eh? I've got craft electrician, because I am one. Yeah, yeah you can uh, roll that. You, if you okay. guys work together, um, whoever's got the highest, I'll add a 20 to that. Okay. Yeah, I got the... I, you go ahead and do the roll. I've got electrician as well at uh, 40. Okay, I've got uh, 64 under 70. Okay, yeah. Um, Everything seems fine, but you notice that there's a small radio receiver attached to the MMU, like right off the communications array uh, next to the... It looks like the wires go into the life support system. Uh, you follow those wires back to the pack with your oxygen tank in it. Um, it provides the other the gas filtration from your carbon dioxide that you input. Something there's a smaller tank attached to that. Uh, it's about the size of CO2. That look normal to you, Hamlet? No, that does not. Is it on all the suits? Um, it appears so. There's a. It's been laced in, but there is a Radio Shack vibe to almost all of them. Is it something? Would ha- Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, yeah, this is probably your expertise here, but is there something we could do to take that off if we did to? Or is that going to well, jeopardize everything? I'm I'm hesitant both ways because. We don't know anything about what Black Sat does to other satellites. 
So maybe this is to protect our life support systems from, you know, whatever EMP or I don't know what it does. But then again, this looks jerry-rigged. Maybe we should check with ground control. Uh, let's ask Commander first. Don't okay. want to appear like we're questioning ground control yet. Okay. Hey, Commander. Yeah, yeah. He pulls away. He pulls himself away from the control. Yeah, I was going to say, can you come down here wherever we are? Yeah, yeah. And he takes a but uh, he heads down there. Have you been briefed on any modifications to the life support systems for these spacesuits? What do you... What, no. And I point you, out the jerry-rigged wires that are into the thing in the new tube. Uh, I have no idea what this... Like, this isn't a spec. I These look like they've been tampered. Yeah, that sounds about right, what I'm thinking. Um, it's on all of them. Do you, do you know of any reason why we would need it? No, everything... For? When I went over the charters and everything this this wasn't here um the last three days that we checked every for for cockpit safety every one of our safety walks that we did this is this is a new development and he seems very genuine when he says that he's as concerned as you go ahead hamlet all right so i'm gonna get on the horn and uh ground control ground control this is uh captain uh i think i'm a captain uh, yeah, USAC. Uh, this is a Hamlet. I'm just going to say this is Hamlet. Uh, we're noticing some irregularities with our suits. Uh, do you happen to know of any modifications then? Over? <laughs> no. There might have been some modification uh, after the medical reports came in to make the trip a little easier for O'Neill and Winthrop, uh, making it easier for them to breathe. Okay. Are there. Sorry, you finish your conversation with Commander. I, I mean, I'm, honestly, I'm just going to cut it off at that point. I do have a suggestion that we could possibly try, but, you know, unless you have anything you want me to relate to uh, ground control. No, I was just going to inspect that smaller tube to see if I could tell what kind of gas or other well, item would be well, in there. I kind of say in a hushed voice, I know of one spacesuit, so we can probably check the what's on his C, you know, do a little bit of uh, examination so we don't mess up anything of the rest of the sounds better to me than just trusting it like it is but i don't know how we're gonna test out that oxygen if he's not exactly breathing it hmm. that sounds like a, that would be a some kind of role i don't know what role that would be to uh know yeah. the dangers me and hamlet let's go let's go figure that out with the other suit uh, let's i'll let you make an intelligence roll both I'll, I'll tell you what i'll let you do it I okay i am the electrician uh 32 under 75. You know there's no way... You have actually some uh, some gas reading tools uh, in the event that any chemicals leak into the cockpit um, from the various systems that make the space shuttle run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's a gastrometer. Uh, you have a handheld one um, you could use to uh, slide in under one of the uh, lock-in ports for... Line throb. Yeah. Shows. Huh? I'm up yeah. for it if you, if you are, but I do think I want to do a courtesy and uh, kind of maybe we should include in, what was the other man's name again, Corey? I'm sorry. Uh, O'Neill. I th- yeah. Include O'Neill in on this discussion, explain that we've noticed something different about the suit. No. And that's um, a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Yeah. Because if, if the untrained civvy starts panicking on a spacewalk because he doesn't trust his equipment, that's more dangerous for us. Okay, you're right. I'll, I'll leave this to you then if you feel comfortable doing this. And um, yeah, go right for it. We can. Uh, I'll, I'll be here to assist in any way possible. 
I mean, you can come with me. I don't necessarily want to be in the cargo hold with a dead man. So yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just think less O'Neill knows the better. You know what? You got a good point. But yeah, we'll uh, head on back there then. Okay, okay. I guess we're gonna try. You <laughs> yeah, you approach Wandrob's body. Um, you have to actually hook him. Um, his ox the oxygen for the MMU part of the suit. You actually have to untie him. Um, and slide it onto him for this to work. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, give me an athletic check. Is this a team effort? <laughs> yeah, do you, can I do anything to assist? Yeah, you can uh, stabilize the body, maybe. It's right. not easy, because he is a big dude in a space. All right. Oh, yeah, he's the big one. All right. I just dropped my dice. But that's okay, because that is a 10. 10 under 50? Thank you, Okay, there was just radio silence, and I was, like, in real life freaking out. <laughs> All right, um, you lock Weinthrob into the MMU, and what are you doing now? I want to activate, um, see if I can, like, I don't know, if I know how to activate whatever remote control would have controlled that um, extra tube. A radio receiver? But it's a localized one? It's not as sophisticated as some of the other stuff, you realize? You okay, can... so it should be I can bypass that input and just play with the wires? Uh, yeah, if you want to give me an electronics test, but it's still, like, it's clearly really cheap, and it seems like it's kind of delicate. Um, so make an electronics check at roll at... Ne- at what? Negative 20%. So, okay, my score minus 20, and then roll. Gotcha. Okay, so that'll be under 50. Well... No, not this time with a 98. Um, you try to fiddle with the wires. Uh, nothing activates, but you realize you also knocked out communication. If the radio receiver won't respond, but it seems like it's tied in suit communication. So the ra- both radios will go out. Okay, so that tells us one thing, I guess. Hey, hey, Belton. Yeah? I think you got a pretty good idea. I don't like to... If this is something that's remote, remotely activated... Then I just kind of saying this in hushed tones, tones, and I kind of broadly gesture to the other, you know, everyone else in the ship. Like, there's got the activation. Yeah, it's local. So if I'm gonna go ahead and cut the wires for mine, like you can do what you want on this. It just doesn't like it doesn't um, doesn't feel right. I'll take my chances. Doesn't feel right to me either. Can I unhook the that gas can or anything like that? Um, it seems it's, that it's tied, you can try, but it is tied to the oxygen feed, much in the same way that radio is tied to the uh, communication. Understood. I don't want to risk, you know, putting it in the main air, whatever it is. So, if I can, I would like to just go ahead and cut those wires on mine completely, and then some electric tape and something like that, so they're not going to, like, not only just tape it down, but um, make sure that I'm setting it to where the wires can't make contact or anything weird like that. Yeah, if you can't duck it, um, I'll let you do that at a electronics, a craft electronics roll. Uh, okay. Plus twenty because you watched. Okay, in that case, thank God you gave that to me because I rode a uh, thirty. Wait, my craft. Yes, four. I would have made it anyway. So yeah, I succeeded. Cool. Um, you managed to sever the connection. Um. You actually get the little uh, receiver bob uh, starts to peel. Actually, once you cut it, it seems like the wire was somehow part of the adhesive holding it on. So it actually plops down uh, off the... Well, not plops, kind of floats. All right, since it's us going out there, um, so it's just us and the other guys. Like, 
Let's just, keep yeah. this, let's just keep this between ourselves right now. No one else is going to be in these suits right now. Maybe maybe we're overreacting. Maybe maybe we're fucking up something. I don't know. It's just, like I said, don't feel right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I like you. You might be the nicest person the Air Force has ever sent to NASA. You know, the flight surgeon, she's awesome. Yeah. The pilot's a prick, but I don't think he's smart enough for anything like to be involved in this. I, I saw him laugh at uh, Jimmy Kimmel one time. Oh my gosh, that's all I need to know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. By the way, Corey, I will offer this sanity row, and mm-hmm. I did succeed. But like, if people are fucking with my life support system, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I think that should be a helpless role. Yeah, I think you should both do that. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks, absolutely. Adam. Now, mechanically, Corey, Corey did bring up a good point too. Uh, basically, if you experience something so many times, then you become like inured to it at the same time though part of you's dead so if you've been helpless so many times helpless checks you don't even have to make them if you were continuing this game what was your number <laughs> i was uh 64 under my current 68 okay so i i will say that's zero okay. um okay. neither of you take damage you're very upset and a little sh- really shaken by it but you're not you don't break that astronaut's resolve that you have so you don't take any sanity damage um, meanwhile, while you guys are attending to that, um, what is the rest of crew doing? Um, I want to check in with Dee Dee to make sure she's doing all right. Doing fine, Dirk. Doing fine. Okay. You know there's nothing you could do, right? I would have had better resolve. Maybe there could have been. Did everything you could. Yeah, I guess. O'Neill, uh, if I can, uh, find him. And, um, yeah, he's in the, the sort of crew quarters. Like, everybody's in a bunk bed situation, but he's in his bunk. Um, I just wanted to ask you, is there any reason that the um, satellite would be broadcasting music? <sighs> yeah, well, I heard what we heard going. Uh, it's complicated. The things Wyatt Rob and I were supposed to do up here, um, there's things we knew how to do. The thingness of thing, that just doesn't seem to make any sense. I want you to think about human consciousness for a second. <laughs> I'll, I'll do my best. <laughs> Think of yourself as a record player. Everything you do is encoded on a groove. Okay. When you die, the grooves are still there. Okay. We like to call it hypergeometry. There are certain equations we can use to the world. You see it in what they call chaos magic, and he rolls his eyes. And uh, tulpal, tulpas and uh, some Eastern philosophy uh, thought forms. Um, the satellite is using those push other satellites, but it requires... It requires a record, so to speak. Like like a record record or one of these, like, uh, y- you're a record records? You as a record. It requires a human. Human record. A dead one. In the old days, they called it sacrifice. Were you and your pal supposed to be the new human records? Weinthrob was. Um, he had the intelligence for it. Uh, he had what we need. In well, mind. I, I, don't, I don't mean to be insensitive about this, but I do have to ask you. You say you need a, a dead person as a record. He yeah. is dead. It's, uh, it's the moment of expiration that matters. Um, gotcha. It was supposed to be quick for him. I didn't, I didn't want to be here. The people in charge of this mission, I've more or less been a prisoner for years um, because of my upbringing. I tried to get out of it. On the compound? I was raised on a, uh, yeah, um, thank you for being so genuine with uh, me and Winthrop. Nobody's treated us well. Um, he's a civilian, but he 
was a civilian, but uh, they treated they didn't treat me. Um, the compound I grew up on was uh, alternative in a lot of ways. Uh, a lot of the things I learned there are why I'm prisoner. So what's the mission now? You may know better than I do. I could probably go out there and fix it. The satellite still. Um, I don't know what it's going to take to activate it. I might be able to pull something else for myself to my memory of Winthrop, maybe. Was there something special uh, within him that, I mean, as opposed to any one of us being able to, to do it? It It isn't picky, but uh, he'd been conditioned um, to last longer. He was uh, conditioned to be a battery for the thing, but anyone will do. Okay. Um, Nick, you're a pretty straight-laced guy. Mm-hmm. But this man's talking about killing someone in space and feeding them to a satellite, so make me a sanity check. Oh, yeah, no, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want, I'll make two for this shit, just even knowing it's there and then that part, too. <laughs> Dirk has just, like, phased out, and he's continuing to talk, but he is not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, human sacrifice, you say? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's a lot of nodding along. Um... Okay, so the first one is a success. Do you want me to make a second one, or do you just want me to make I'll just make a first one. Okay, then it was a success, 47. Under All right, uh, roll me one D4, because this is pretty... Okay. You're, you're America, God, and apple pie. This isn't something you want to hear, you know, someone yeah. you're locked in a metal tube with in space. Uh, it was just a one, though. Okay, so yeah, take the one. Um, all right, I'm going to go... Um, or I'm going to tell him... Um, Sit tight. Um, we'll find a way to work this mission out. Just uh, be careful. Um, with Weinthrob dead, um, he was conditioned to unspool when he died. What does unspool mean? In the context? I talked about the, the grooves of the record. Um, yeah. The death would have unspooled his consciousness, and the memories would have fueled parts of the satellite. Those memories, those thought forms... Um, could sometimes flake off uh, into others. That's why I think we heard the audio we did. He had talked about watching that on television before when it happened. Gotcha. Well, this... Is it dangerous? Everything's dangerous. Very well. Um, Do you think we need to dispose of the the body? I don't want to see my friend out out there. Understood. We'll keep him with us then. Um, I need to go talk to the commander. Um, I appreciate you being straight with me. Yeah, um... I'm going to stay here if that's okay. Okay. I'm going to pat him on the shoulder and then I'm going to go. All right. And I am going to go talk to the commander. All righty. Commander's just monitoring, um, just doing basically when you peeled off, he took over for you. Okay. Um, commander, um, I have a request to make. What, 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 what's going on now? Um, I am just concerned about the safety of the mission uh, when we are... Um, doing the spacewalk, we were meant to have four people on the spacewalk, and I just want to make sure that we maintain mission safety. Uh, I would like to volunteer to go in Winthrop's place on the spacewalk. It's, uh, uh, handle the, the piloting. It's, uh, it's unusual, but, uh, I mean, I feel like it'd be safer with four people out there. Understood. I appreciate that, sir. Uh, and you, you can pilot the spacecraft yourself in case of emergency. Yeah. Yeah, if it comes down to it, um, be careful out there. I don't want to do that by myself. Understood. I will make sure that I return safely. Alrighty. Um, do I imagine we'll all kind of go to the crew quarters after you've knocked out what you're doing? 
Um, yeah, what do you guys share with each other? Mine? Um, can uh, I do that? Yeah, roll me a craft electron. Forty-four under seventy. Um, yeah, you disconnect the tube, but it also knocks out your radio. It was a forty-four under seventy. Yeah. So I critical success, but I still knocked out my. Yeah, they they were so interlinked. Doggone it! Um, he didn't knock his out. Yeah, but you do notice the capsule you've got. Um, the gas capsule kind of pops off. It's sealed still. Um, it looks military. Oh, I was just trying to take off the the radio thing. Oh, the radio thing. Well, no, I, I well, like the tube off. That's fine. I made yeah. the tube roll. Yeah, the tube's off. Okay, so I've got this military tube. I'm gonna stash it in my pocket. Look at it later. I guess we're all heading back. All right. Do you guys share with each other the information you found from your various uh, exploits? I I am not currently sharing this information. Thank now, unless uh, my partner there would change the story, I don't. Tr- I'm not trusting somebody on this ship. <laughs> I have one, possibly two people that I don't really feel c- super comfortable with. So I think I'm keeping quiet personally. So oh yeah. Just over here beating herself up for her patient time. Well, not that we don't talk about that, but we're not talking about what we found. I'm not saying Dirk's good at it, but he tried. (laughs) Oh my god, it was. I don't know if you ever played that old surgeon simulator game that they had on Wii, (laughs) like the Wii Hospital game. It's like one one of the plot lines is like as kids talk about, like, yeah, like he has some inoperable like tumor or something, and the doctor goes, I once had a cat once that got sick. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's what I imagine Dirk doing. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, can, I can relate. My dog died once. <laughs> so, yeah, this is uh, going to be a nice little game of uh, Double Hamlet we're doing here. It's, it seems like it. Um, You guys uh, meet in the common room. You guys start drinking your bag fluids and eating your astronaut ice cream. I was going to say, we pick out the best options because, yeah. The best options of ice cream? Yes. Like, you know, all, you it's know all you Neapolitan. Damn it. That's horrible. This mission no, is truly really cursed. Everybody has their favorite bag of, you know, MRE or whatever. Everybody gets Neapolitan ice cream, though. Yes. Um, O'Neill kind of sits closer to Dirk. Have you talked to anybody about uh, what we talked about? He's very open. No, I haven't. He's got a student. Sorry, I was just responding. <laughs> I was just reading over a student email that's like fairly urgent. But w- what is it? Have you talked to any uh, on the radio? People, what you talked about? Oh, uh, I mean, not really. I've just been focusing on. I, ch- I mean, I talked to Dee Dee and I checked in to make sure that um, O'Neill was okay. You're talking. Oh, sorry, sorry. Once again, I was checking a student email. It was uh, <laughs> a time sensitive thing. Um, um, I, I don't think that that's necessary information for everyone to know right now. Um, I don't want to create a pain. If you're sure, I, I'm just worried if anything else happens. And as he says that, you hear below in the cargo hold, you ever had a dog run across the linoleum floor? You know that noise? Uh Uh-huh. You hear that. I had a dog die once. (laughs) (laughs) Man of the people, Dirk. <laughs> O'Neill says, the thing I told you about isn't our proximity to him and to me. Um, that might be your dog. Oh. What the fuck? 
Uh, we it need slowly to... dawns on you that hearing a dog run around uh-huh. a zero G spaceship <laughs> is not possible. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it time for that sanity check yet? It is time for that sanity check, everybody. Mouton is check. Well, damn. I failed. I don't think Dirk understands. He got a two. <laughs> <laughs> you can have my ninety-five. It's a dog. I got a sixty-nine. Which... Well, hi, everybody. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm thinking about. I, I think I'm just imagining. I, I've been thinking about my dog recently, uh, based on this whole scenario, because it, it got brought up earlier, and I'm just sad now. That's. <laughs> I rolled an eighty-six. I have a failure. Me too. Okay. Everybody, roll me one d four for your sand for unnatural. Uh, myself included. Yeah, no, you succeeded. Uh, you take you take one. Okay. All right, one. I, well, I, I wrote a one. Something plus something. Uh, you just take that much damage from your. Uh... Okay. Okay. No problem. My sanity slowly ticking away. All right. Nobody's at the breaking point yet, is it? Are they? What's breaking? Half. That'll be the BP number. No, I'm not there yet, but I'm not far. <laughs> All right, so yeah, you hear what sounds like a dog scampering around the lower deck. What's that? I I think we need to check it out, um, and I will start heading that way. I'm gonna grab your arm, Captain. I don't know if that's a, or Commander or well, fuck fuck right, Major. Major. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Why? McMillan, what are you not telling us? You have all the information you need to know for this mission. Dirk. Oh. Yeah. Go for, go look at it, man. Go right ahead, buddy. I'm coming with you. Uh, yeah, just stay back. Um, and I'll go. And I will follow, because it's my patient's dead body down there. Okay. So I will, I will try and take the lead the best I can. What the fuck is going on? I have no idea. Um, did you guys take anything with you down there, or are you just going down the, uh... It's a kind of a porthole system with like a mesh cover over top. Um, I mean, I don't know what kind of standard equipment we have on the uh, shuttle. Uh, I, maybe a fire extinguisher if we have one. Uh, you do. They're very small, and there's all kinds of warnings on them because they will propel you um, through the force yes. because it's anti gravity. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> in case there's something that's burst down here or whatever. I'm going to get it. some fire extinguisher and first aid kit. Winning. Okay. Dream you team head over down there. the porthole, and it's the lights on this level have been knocked out. Okay. Uh, can I check? I, I'm not the best with electrical, but I do have some ability to work with it. Can I see if I can hit the lights? Uh, yeah, the power... Uh, panel for that is over by Wintrob's body. Okay. Um, does our suits have any sort of uh, flashlights uh, in them? Um, actually, yeah, it has like a spotlight. Um, yeah. But you have the gonna... insert for it, um, oh. so you do not. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm just going to slowly and cautiously then make my way while uh, trying to keep an ear out for movement or sparks or anything like that. We have internal comms, right? You have what? Internal comms within the. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, for the space suits, they didn't. Uh, t- for the are they out outside suits, yeah, you're all in your jumpsuits right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. But the spacewalk suits are the ones that have been uh, damaged. Uh, so you actually do not have comms in your uh, jump. Okay. 
Uh, I'm moving slowly, cautiously uh, towards the panel. Uh, it's probably like a maybe a forty foot by forty foot area. There's some barrels and crates and different like uh, your food store. Um, okay. Everything's velcroed in. Gotcha. Uh, okay, uh, it's it's pretty dark. You walk through um, and you just head toward the electrical panel, and right as you touch it, you hear a bark. A bark. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick has hit his breaking point. <laughs> um, I mean, should I make a sandy check? There? Uh, you just heard a dog bark. I mean, you heard it earlier, so I'm not gonna say no. I'm gonna say no yet, but you did okay. hear a bark. Um, yeah, based on that like super successful sandy check earlier, I'm gonna just kind of like focus then, and like I- I'm just like this is weird it's just getting to me i heard all that weird shit earlier it's messing with my head and i'm just remembering my own dog and just assuming that it's not actually real and i'm going to try and hit the electrical all right so you take the panel off and you feel something lick your hand fuck me (laughs) i'm gonna jerk back from that um you do and you look down and it's your dog it's standing on the floor yeah um, do we have any uh antipsychotic drugs with us on this trip? I mean, I always keep some. Make me a luck roll, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> luck. Yeah. Um. Above fifty is a success. Below fifty is not. Stay fifty fifty. All right. Yeah. You got some uh antipsychotics for God knows what reason. Um. Because I was coming up with some. I stocked up on a bunch of extra medicines because I was coming up with some nobodies in case they freaked out. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm just having some hallucinations. It's all right. You look at its collar, and this is a dog you haven't seen almost 20 years. This was your childhood dog. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, it's smiling at you, just panting, being there. We're. Uh, hmm. Now make me a sanity check. Yeah. <laughs> Does Dr. Turner see that? Uh, it's too dark. She's way back. It's like a 40 foot by 40 foot space. Gotcha. Uh, I don't, he said he moved. Uh, Dr. Turner, yeah. I don't think you said you moved. No, I, I see it at the portal. Yeah. Okay. Um, that'd be a 94 on that Sandy check. <laughs> All right. Roll me 1d6. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I have not rolled above a 1 on <laughs> Sandy. I'm sorry, Corey. <laughs> Damn. Uh, the trend continues. That was a one. Dirk, Dirk is just iron. <laughs> like that is. <laughs> he is I, the right I, stuff. That is the astronaut you want on your side. Buzz Lightyear here. He is so shallow, nothing can get through. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm hallucinating. I'm going to handle this situation in the appropriate manner and take antipsychotics. <laughs> um, doctor, if you wouldn't care to... Uh, Get some. I don't know what medications I need. Yeah, yeah. But anti hallucination medications. I am seeing my childhood dog right now, and I do not think that that is appropriate or a, in or possible. And you couldn't fix the lights. I can do my best. I don't know if I'm in the best situation to right now, but I can try. <laughs> you can hear and the. Who is DDS? Hey, Sarah. The guy yeah. who flies the spaceship says he's seeing shit right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's at the electric panel and I can't see him. 
kind of like having the least drunk person drive you home. It's not good still. <laughs> that sounds like the most drunk person is driving us home. Um, what are you doing, Deirdre? She's staying at the porthole like, okay, you can come back to me. I'll give you some medicine. I'm not coming over there. All right. I mean, she asked me, so I'm going to see if I can hit the lights, but... I don't know how All great. Right. Roll me a cra- Roll me a craft electronics uh, at minus ten because you are your child's yeah. dog is yeah. looking at you and you're not petting it. Eighty three. Uh, that's a that's a hard fail. Um, it flickers uh-huh. and nothing, and the dog barks again. Do I hear the bark? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, does she see the dog during the flicker? <laughs> no, no. Shut up. Shut up, Dirk. <laughs> Uh, actually, you're obscured by like a a rack of barrels okay. of water. <laughs> okay. All right, let's let's go upstairs because we obviously need to do something. Yep, I'm gonna yep. and I'm gonna make my way back towards her. Yep, yep. I'll give you something when we get upstairs. All right, as you do, the dog follows you. And I assume the dog is ignoring the zero gravity and just walking. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna look at it. Sit. Sit. <laughs> it does that head. It does that head tilt thing where it doesn't know what you're talking about. Stay. No. I'm, I'm just. How I'm close gonna, are you to Deirdre? I, I mean, if I notice, about halfway, probably. All right. And I, yeah, I'm gonna try that a couple times and just hope it works, and then proceed. I'm going up the porthole. As you do, Dirk approaches, and you see that he's followed, as you hear whimpering, by a dog. Cool. <laughs> Roll me a sanity check, because a dog can't stand in space. I'm going to break, guys. Big Alice's dogs can't look up. I failed. All right, roll me 1d6. Fuck. I'm, I'm holding on, but barely. She rolled a five. Oh, All right. Um, actually, if you take more than five, you go into fi- flight, fight, or Fugue. shock. Yeah, if you. If you roll over five? If you take five damage. Uh, five or more. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm shocked. So? You get to pick. So, okay. fight, flight, or fugue. How does your character react? Flight. All right, you scramble up the ladder, and you go all the way up to the cockpit and buckle yourself in. <laughs> Fuck no. Fuck no, I'm done. I'm done. This is fucked up. Nick, you hear whimpering your whole way up the ladder, and then yeah. you don't. Yeah, Do I see Dee take off and run? Yep. That's not a good sign. Okay. Um... I'm going to turn around and look at it. It looks just like my dog. From it's your dog. You were 100% convinced. Like, looking at it, it has the collar. It has the market. It has the blue collar that you picked out. Gotcha. At the Every, Walmart. Gotcha. I'm going to reach down, or I'm going to, like, kneel down. No, wait, I can't do that. I'm in space. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm, I, I am going to try and rotate myself around to where I can look at it real close. Um, and I'm going to take a deep breath. Sorry, boy. And I am going to, uh, take the fire extinguisher because <laughs> it's all I've got. I'm going to try and blow it back and me away from it simultaneously. I'm going to try and use the kickback on the fire extinguisher to separate us even more, but to, to use that blast, initial blast to kind of push it away. What the fuck, Nick? Okay. <laughs> Oh, God. You're going to get away um, from this fucking thing. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to think what the role is going to be for this. <laughs> Christ. 
I don't have any. I, hey, Corey, I don't have any gasoline-covered uh, coats to throw. So yeah, it's true. You got you to extinguish the dog. It, it, it's, would you say it's a hot dog? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did it, didn't it? It got him squeaking. I need, I need a Sandy check in real life for that joke. Yeah, for real. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I, I love I'm, it. I'm a, I'm a dad. I, I got to make dad jokes, guys. No, I, I love it. Yeah, you just tell me what that is. I'm going to say that's a... Power arms, maybe? Demolitions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, heavy machinery? Survival. I'm going to say survival. Yeah. Survival? Okay. Cool. I volunteered something I had did ten percent in. <laughs> hey, this is still better than Solaris with uh, George Clooney or whoever was in it. Um, so that would be a thirty-one. Uh, let me double check. Yeah, thirty-one over thirty. <laughs> oh. So you fire at the dog, but it kind of knows that you're moving weird, so it kind of scampers off into the darkness and. Ignite the fire extinguisher and it blows out of your hands and into the darkness. And you hear ricochet off. Mission sort of accomplished. <laughs> He's talking to himself. Yep. Nope. Just out loud. <laughs> just to himself. Um, is there a door here I can shut? Like a, a an airlock kind of? No, it's like a mesh screen. Like you just kind of velcro over it. Well, I'm going to at least do that. Um, I'm going to put up that screen and then I'm going to head back to the cabin. All right. Uh, O'Neill's there, just kind of eating his ice cream sandwich. So is uh, the commander. <laughs> what what happened? So, um, I'm hallucinating, I think, or or my dead childhood dog is on board. I'll give you this, though. To be fair, the hallucination thing, you saw me see it, and no pride out slaps your hand as you offer pills as much as he can, Zero-G. <laughs> he saw it. We have to get to the saddle. The radiation being put off by myself, Weintraub, the, it's not really radiation, but that's the best I can approximate. Your exposure to us has primed you um, to make tulas. Some of them might fall out of Weintraub's memory. Some of them might fall out of you. Um, it's just, it's going to get worse as we close in satellite. Does this have to do with that um, toy you guys had the other night at all? That's just a, it facilitates the uh, transformation, I think. Your exposure to it might have set you off a little early. Knew I hated middle school. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so, um, and I'm going to relay some of the information then that I learned to the people who are there, who I think is everyone but Dee Dee, right? Dee Dee. Not me. Yeah, she's in the cockpit. Um, Dirk. I'm going to relay the information that uh, he had given me. Um Seems like a need-to-know situation, because I am compromised. The commander just looks at all of you and can't really say anything. He doesn't understand what has happened. They're dogs? I I don't understand. And he grew up on a compound? Where where did you grow up? And O'Neill looks at the ground for a second and he goes, "Um, My dad was a folklorist and my mom was a hippie, and they kind of got involved a family in the 60s. And, uh... My family got really famous for killing someone, but uh, the family kept going. I have a note, Corey. Locked up in here by myself. Can I take an antipsychotic to calm my ass down? <laughs> uh, yeah, roll. Okay, yeah, you can take one. I will have you roll side effects. Yeah, sure. What would that be? 
Um, you can take one. I'll I'll tell you when to roll. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. She'll she'll take one. She knows the effects of them. I'm gonna have to Google it to be honest, but you know, Respiridol is what she would take. <laughs> I don't know about Belton, but Hamlet's just kind of sitting here, just taking it all in and not talking. Yeah, Belton is wide-eyed and breathing heavily, trying to get any information as possible. Not to throw you guys under the bus, you guys need to make sanity checks too here in that shit? <laughs> Probably. I have a dog at home. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you all should. Um, all right. I failed that. All right. Uh, just roll me 1d4. Yeah, it's a little different than seeing it. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you take the damage? Me? Talk to me? Yeah, sorry. I got quiet. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was staring at that picture of where I dropped in the chat. Just seeing how I'm fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I took the damage. I took the one, the okay. one. Additional one. I got a 12, so do I just take one? Yep. So have they explained what's going on right now? Yeah. Um, O'Neill um, grew up in and around cults. The government picked him up um, because of his abilities um, with quote, equations and hypergeometries um, that may or may not be smacks supernatural. Um, him and Winthrob were... Uh, Winthrob was commissioned on a project with him to research said equations, and as Black Set stalled out, um, they picked O'Neill and Winthrob to send to space um, for O'Neill's sacrifice the satellite. Okay, so they did get to the point where the sacrifice and the spooling and the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, O'Neill... Uh, may or may not have been in the the post Manson Manson family. Yeah, I wondered. Okay, and uh, were you aware of how um, Wainthrop was going to be uh, <clears throat> sacrificed? I knew, but I didn't want. He was my friend. Did it have something to do with this? And I pull out that tube that was attached. He looks at it. It's uh, it's nerve gas. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm freaking out. <laughs> How's everybody feeling? We're not getting out of this. Nope. Is this a sand check for everybody? Yes, it is. That is a, yeah, that is a helplessness check. <sighs> All right, I'll take that damage, Corey. Alrighty, that is going to be... Uh, I will say, since the steely nature of astronauts, that you prepared for a crisis scenario, that that'll be 1d3. And do I still just take one if I passed? Uh, yeah, you can take one if you pass. So, like roll wise, is this sanity or what? How does yeah, it's a, this is sanity. Okay, gotcha. Um, and uh, I failed. So what do I roll? Uh, one d three. Oh, I'm sorry. One d four. I'm I'm dumb. I'm reading as I'm talking. <laughs> I sent you the side effect profile, Risperdal. By the way. Oh, thank you so much. All right, Corey. So I think I've lost five in the past hour. Okay. Cool. Um. In the past, uh, fight, I flight, or fugue? Ah, fugue. All um, right, yeah. you just shut down. Um, so, yeah, Corey, I just rolled a four, which would add to the couple I've taken in the past, you know, hour. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's five all at once, though. I'm not I'll double check it. You keep uh, you keep going. I'll uh, consult the judges on that. Hamlet right. just wants to fugue. <laughs> I yeah. I'm not making a check right because I'm not there. Uh, the commander. Just is kind of dumbfounded by all of this. Um, this is this is just space euphoria. This is a thing that happens. Um, it's like, do you ever hear about Ed White? He came, he did his first American spacewalk. Uh, no. 
<laughs> he didn't want to come back in, and he said, "This is the saddest moment of my life." But he uh, came back. I don't in. know if he saw his childhood dog. <laughs> That's it's like- not. It, there can't be. This can't. This is not happening. I, I don't know what. We don't have her gas in her suits. It's. I, I, okay. I don't. There has to be some kind of chemical. Or. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, understood, Commander. Um, if you just want to make sure that the um, ship is on track and man the piloting station, while well, I'll deal with that situation. What situation? Oh, you said something about a potential gas leak to check and make sure that everything's okay. And I'll I, the- I probably need to check in command with all that's happening up here. Um, if you want to just maintain the ship's course, uh, I can take care of that for you. I. No, I'm you, you. You clearly are all compromised. I'm going, Commander. Every sure, yes. single one of our spacesuits had this tube attached, clearly military grade. Something's going on. Ground control knows about it. There's no way they're expecting us to get back. I don't know that that's what that is. He just said that. I'm going to check in with Woolrich. I don't know what to do. I'm I'm as lost as I'm not as compromised, obviously. But I think we should probably abandon. Is what I'm doing. I don't see them letting us back. Why wouldn't they let us back? Because all this shit that O'Neill just dropped on us, if that's actually what Black Sat is, that's more than just, you know, super clearance. That's like, kill you over that info. They're killing O'Neill Transcend. They killed someone. They launched the saddle just to use something they did stand to knock down. I'm very sorry. You cut out totally within that whole beautiful. They shot a satellite into space. Just to you, with a dead man inside, that will need more dead men power just to knock down other satellites. Yeah, it sounds fucking stupid. Of course. Commander, I absolutely understand this sounds insane. Uh, roll me a persuasion check. Well, that's only a 20%, so I'm not very persuasive. I'll give you a 10. Yeah, it won't help because... with my 95. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to check in with Ulrich. I, I just need some kind of guidance right now. You're right, by the way, Corey. It's five in one go, not like five in a time frame. So Cul- so Culminatively. Yeah, it's not a cumulative. Okay. Um, so, Commander's going to go try to talk to Ulrich over the radio. What are the rest of you? I'm turning on O'Neill because I'm furious. Obviously, I'm not persuading anyone because I'm more <laughs> frantic than anything. Did you actually expect to get out of this? No, I didn't expect to live through this. I'm 67 years old. I've had a bad life. Oh god! The best thing we can do now, the, the the best thing I think we can do now is complete the mission. And who's gonna be filling that thing up with bodies, there, Dirk? I've been compromised. I apparently have this um, what was it? Toll, 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 toll stuff. Um, I the captain can fly us back. All right, so I am going to go ahead and make a sand check, Corey. And the reason I'm doing that sand check is that sounds like a damn good idea to me, and that's scary. <laughs> 54 uh, yeah. out of 56. Yeah, I'm good. I make that. All right, yeah, no, I won't let you take that uh, uh, damage for that. Just like it's it's a rough situation. You've seen some rough stuff today. The commander floats back in, and he is pale. Uh-huh. Report, Commander. I, I just got off the uh, comms with Warwick, and uh, he said Winthrop was willing to die for his country, and one of us should, too. Um, I volunteer, sir. <laughs> As tribute? I don't. 
I I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know what any of this is. Um, Lurich said if we don't complete the mission that they won't give us clearance. And in the event that we do land, we'd be stranded in the middle of the ocean. Sir, uh, I think it is the only thing right for me to do um, in this situation. Uh, I've already been compromised in this situation. It would be strategically unsound for anyone to be compromised further outside of myself. And I should be the one to take the position within the satellite. I, I don't know. O'Neill, is that it? Will, are you going to kill Major Dirk? You know, O'Neill kind of like shakes and he's like, he was the only nice person to me, really, among all of you. Um, is there any of the nerve gas still um, operational? I, I didn't put that there. They, uh, they're making this. Uh, yeah, we only, there should be three things of it uh, operational. Or we only took it off two. So if there was a suit for everybody, there should be four well, more. Well, we, we did mess with the corpse's suit as well, though. Yeah, but the nerve tube is still in there. Okay. I'm glad I didn't tell you to do like a science experiment. It's opening up and wafted towards you. Yeah, we would have both died. <laughs> I'm very glad I failed that check. Um, you've got about two and a half hours till you're next to uh, Black Sat until you're in spacewalking distance. Well, uh, Major, um, I'm humbled by your uh, sacrifice. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, Commander. Could I ask a favor? Shoot. Can I fly us in? What do you mean? Can I, can I, uh, the rest of the way, can I fly us in? Can I, do, can I take control? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's all you, I need a, I need a minute. Um, do you need Valium, Dr. Turner? <laughs> yeah, was she upstairs where he was on the phone? Uh, no, I say she was down with the crew. Okay. I went up to the cockpit, locked myself in, took a pill, and sat there. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, yeah. You were um, just you were still you're still shaken um, from your event. You didn't he you were there when he talked to command, but you didn't retain any of it because you were in shock. Okay. Well, when I go up, I'm gonna just kind of pat her on the hand and go and sit in the pilot's chair and uh, take uh, manual control for the rest of this flight. Oh, um, you do so. Um, and things seem to be going swimmingly. Uh, Belton? <laughs> yeah? Um, What's your favorite song of the 70s? Give <laughs> me uh, smoke on the water. You're sitting in the cabin, and from the wall, like, your neighbor had their music too loud, you can hear the opening riffs of smoke on the water through the side of the space shuttle. Is anyone else hearing that beautiful melodic bass line? What's everybody doing? How close is everybody? Well, I'm, I've been. I'm in the cockpit. So. I'm in the cockpit. I'm with. I'm with Belton. So, all right, roll me them sand checks. Oh God, that's a fail. That's a success. Uh, everybody knows uh, Jefferson Airplane was a superior band to Deep Purple. Ouch. Concurs. Just trying to think of the '70s, and that was the one I heard on the home way home today. What <laughs> the do I need? Is moving. Oh, sorry. What do you roll? Oh, you failed? Um, roll me 1d4 for that. Okay, three. I'm still good. All right. Um, Hamlet, what did you do? You succeed or fail on that one? I succeeded. Okay, cool. Uh, you hear music, but you just kind of you tone it out. It's been it's not the worst thing that's happened today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, if it, the, 
the music kind of drifts away um, as you come down to approach. Yeah, I've just got like my head in my hands and I'm just trying to focus on, I don't know, anything but. So on approach, Nick, you have to, to kind of pivot the shuttle. Okay. Open it through the right access hatch, send out the spacewalk. And Spay helps you with this. He's looking clammy, but it seems like he's solid. Oh, so you're, you're, I, uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't catch any of that right now. Sorry. Uh, Spay helps you pivot the spaceship. Okay. He what, reads the specs. Um, apparently, this spacewalk with the satellite was done in 1992 as well, and somebody may, may or may not have made it back on that. Um, as you approach, you, don't, you can't really see the satellite because of the shadow uh, cast by the actual shuttle as you're approaching. Mm-hmm. But you see tree limbs on the side of the ship, like you're driving, like your car is driving too close to a bush and just rustles up against one of the windows. Okay. Sand check? <laughs> yeah, roll me a sanity check. But as you notice the trees, and uh, it looks like maybe cherry blossoms mm-hmm. uh, drifting by the window, uh, you see a shimmer on one of the limbs of Black Sat. Okay. Um, so that was a success on the sandy check. I assume I need to make one too, since I'm in the cockpit. Yeah, I'm gonna have you take one. Nick, you guys are on drugs. Yeah, it is. Actually, I'll, yeah, you. I'll give you a five to your sanity for because you're on drugs. Then I'm okay. <laughs> um, uh, I succeeded, Corey. Is that just one? Yeah. Okay. Then one for me too. Okay. Um, going along with the mission, uh, Hamlet. Dark and loose. Yeah. Um. You suit up. Okay. I'm double checking my suit again. I picked the one without the tube on it. Uh. Yeah. As we go, I'm gonna try and look down the the way uh into the darkness to see if I see my dog at the mesh. Ah. Uh, you don't see anything. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> um. There's a bit of delay. Um. Because you're readjusting. Even though you've been in a pure oxygen, they have to seal you. Um. In so it's you, it's a uh, Dirk O'Neill, Luce, and Hamlet, or Hamlet. Uh, and while you're waiting, O'Neill apologizes um, for everything. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want to be up here. I didn't want to. I'm sorry. Everything. Thing had to be done. It's not going to be. I don't know if you're going to feel it. So everybody in the airlock, roll me a sanity check. Yeah. So, Nick, did you set out today to be Boxer from the Animal Farm, or is this just something you kind of developed? <laughs> you know, just Boxer is like an Animal Farm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the name of the horse, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Okay. So, I working. Just, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, just keep keep going. Keep working. Um, uh, I succeeded. Cool. I failed. All right, roll me a D4 for helplessness. Hey, you guys might be adapted after this, actually. <laughs> Woo! Silver Linus. Have I had <laughs> other helplessness before that? Was the gas one? Yes. Okay. Gas helplessness. Then, yeah. So it'd be three inches of helplessness. Yeah, so give yourself a check mark. I don't think it's going to affect them. Um, all right, so so everybody made their sand check, though? Yeah. No, I failed it. I took two. Oh, you failed. Oh. Sorry. All right. Um. So you guys are in the still in the pre-breathe phase. Uh, they're... All your vitals are going to be monitored by Turner, mm-hmm. and Spay um, has locked the shuttle as best he can. Normally, the pilot would help her monitor because um, he's going to have to steer. Uh, so Spay is going to do that while you monitor the vitals. Okay. 
Um, you're at a station on the aft flight deck. Um, so you're behind, you're in front of the door, but you're behind the uh, cockpit. Okay. Um, you have a window to black set, actually. You can see it. And the, the shuttle moves enough for the light to hit. And it's a satellite, but there are chunks of it that are cast iron. It looks, it's medieval, but you see that gold and silver inlay you see in 70s um, NASA equipment. Huh. All right. Let me see. Spay's got to make a roll for steering. Oh, yeah, he's fine. Um. So, yeah, Spay puts you guys into position. Is there anything you guys want to do before you go out the airlock? Clap on the back of Dirk and so- not saying a damn word. Just, you know, I don't know what to say. I feel very um, little. Dirk, Dirk is not saying a word. All right. Before you open the door and exit without any problems, you start to drift and you are in free space. Um, O'Neill's really struggling. Um, so one of you has to sense your uh, connections uh, a little tighter to him. Um, you have a belt, uh, Hamlet and Belton have a belt on each other, and ben. O'Neill and Dirk have a belt connecting. I assume that basic hand signals were part of all of our military training, but also part of the astronaut training. Yes. Okay. But neither of you have uh, communication, so this is going to be interesting. <laughs> That's what um, for. <laughs> Did anyone tell us what the rest of us are supposed to be doing out there? Uh, Other you guys than are, uh, you're going to assist them in this ideal. The where there were two untrained people out there, each of you Correct. were assisting. Gotcha. Yeah, but okay. where Dirk is out there, one, there's one assist. But in the event that Dirk drifts too far or something goes wrong, um, you're there to be alternates, basically. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, all right. You're going to have to help O'Neill, Dirk. Um, so make me a pilot space route roll. I mean, that should be me because I was the EVA trained, but it doesn't matter. Uh, that is a 50 fail. Oh, fail that happens right now. Okay. Um, Belton <laughs> Hamlin actually have to make the same check. Okay. 26 under 70. Cool. 36. Everything looks fine. Yeah. Uh, space suit. Yeah. 36 under 50. Okay. Yeah. Looks fine. O'Neill is kind of muttering to himself. He's like, "I, uh, as you guys drift closer to Black Sat, there's something out here. They don't hear that. Only you hear that, Derek. There's something what? There's something out here. Oh, he says that or we see it? He, he says that. <laughs> I think I'm the only one without comms. Is that I right? really wish I had that fire extinguisher. <laughs> Could get going a little faster. Okay. Um. Well... There's not a lot we can do, so we just got to go. We're drifting. Are we seeing or hearing anything odd? Drift, and everything seems fine. You notice the black side is, again, almost cast iron in parts. With uh, Looks like etchings mixed in with some of the metal parts. Maybe like runes or sigils. Classy. And then you see, you don't see it, but there's a shimmer. Almost like a broken mirror on one of the uh, panels of black side. And we're just in our drift towards it, right? We can't, like, yep. move. As part of Belton and Hamlet's training, though, they help push you toward the satellite. Okay. And neither of them have... Gotcha. So we're drifting. Um, so Hamlet, Belton, uh, if you want to make me a roll, uh, a spacey roll to push uh, O'Neill and Dirk toward the satellite. 61 under 70. Pass. 43 under 50. All right. You push them towards, and O'Neill starts saying, don't look at it. 
It'll only ground it in this dimension. It's it's something. It's the leavings of a mind. It's all the half thoughts. They it opens. Some people thought they were demons in, in old old math. I just some need people thought those were topos. And Belton hears none of this. No, they look yeah, up at the. I am looking straight at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, you I, see I'm off as he's saying it, but yes, um, you I'm see like, breaking oh, glass out in space. But somehow it's not whole. It's somewhere between a broken mirror and a seashell. The inside of a seashell, the Fibonacci-like spiral. But you know, you feel despite it's being ephemeral, something feline and predatory about it. Do we see that from the ship? You don't. Uh, they do, and they do name the roll for sanity. Was I able to follow the instructions of closing my eyes? Uh, did you? That's what I'm. Gonna... That, that's what I was saying. Is all I told him. All I need to know is shut my eyes, and I did. Yeah. So... Cool. Yeah. So you're fine. Okay. That's why I was trying to cut him off. I was like, I don't want to hear the rest of this shit right now. <laughs> uh, thirty-nine. I succeed. I close my eyes. <laughs> so that's what that song's about. <laughs> Steven Tyler was a prophet. Yeah, so you take one, Adam. Okay. Yeah, I passed it. Okay, cool. Um, They drift towards the satellite under whatever this shimmer is, and you watch it sort of lurch toward them. It kind of rolls on the panel above them. Neither of them are looking at it. Um, Per O'Neill's suggestion, they just head to the panel they're supposed to head to. And you notice, or it's like broken glass, a piece of it flicks off and heads toward the shuttle. Slapping, slap Melton's arm, slap Melton's arm. <laughs> Within arm's reach or something? Do we have anything that could like mis- redirect it? Because that, um, that's what I'm thinking. No, I'm. You can look. You can watch. Yeah, then that's all I can do. And, and we don't. It, those of us on the ship don't see anything, right? No, you're just wandering their vitals, but you know, everybody's heart rate is kind of spiked. Yeah, I see, see their vitals, and like you said, I can see out that window, so I'm like looking at their little drifty bodies. <laughs> and the mirror break that Belton and Hamlet can see, it's almost like when you see a great glacier crack, it snakes down. It snakes mm-hmm. down into the shuttle, and you see another crack about the size of that. And it slides into the shuttle. Does the it shuttle fit break? Anything? No, it just seems to... It's almost like the shuttle broke as well, like the shimmer of it. Uh huh. But nothing bursts or breaks; it just slides into it, phases. It. I'm sure it's coming. Uh huh. <laughs> O'Neill uh, is muttering just to keep himself somewhat sane. They're called derivatives. It's all the leftover things from thoughts and all the people that have been up here. It's the leftover pieces of them that weren't part of Black Sat. Hey, O'Neill. Yeah. This isn't helping me. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, you said you wanted this. D- it, do I need to know it to complete the mission? It, it might. I just don't let it touch you. Okay. That, that's My God, they were they were right. I've never seen this, but that's what books said. Yeah. Um. Roll. Woolrich crackles in on all of your communication and just says, "Complete the mission." Yes, sir. Thankfully, I didn't hear that. Otherwise, I would have been angrier. I just say yes, sir. Dr. Turner. Huh? Roll me an alertness. Oh, that's not good. Roll low, roll low, roll low. What is that? Uh, seven. Seven! I passed! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you see it. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, so, <laughs> is that any check now? Yep. 
<laughs> but before you do, uh huh, you have a direct line to Commander Spay. Mm-hmm. So I you see straight at us. Yeah, there. It's standing as much as the thing can stand. It's standing between the both of you, and it's like looking at him through a broken window and a broken mirror at the same time. But both are covered in Vaseline. Yeah. <laughs> Spay, we gotta, we gotta move. I don't know what that is. We'll stay in range, but we have got to move. And he's focused on the controls, and he turns to look at and screams. Calm down and move! You know how jellyfish swims? <laughs> he does that toward Spay. And when nope. it touches him, he comes apart. <laughs> Not almost like a candle. He just unbecomes. His clothes, everything in him just turns to viscera. It's red, and there are chunks, and it looks like soup. Mm. Roll me a sand check. <laughs> no, I'll fail. 86. Alright, roll me 1d6. That's a 1! <laughs> viscera can't face a doctor. Fucking Mondays, right? <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool. What's that thing doing? It passes through him and seems to expand itself back and then phase through the floor. It's gone? It's not on this floor. And do I have... Can I communicate with the people out there? Uh, Yeah, you can communicate with Dirk and... uh, And and Hamlet, right? Okay. Commander gone. Thing on ship. He's dead. Um, I don't know how we're going to fly back without our pilot. Um, Hamlet, can you fly? Yeah. <laughs> How well? Well, for you guys, my, my skills in pilot space, I mean, aircraft, not spacecraft, but what, what's the difference, really? I mean, <laughs> you don't have the spacecraft skill at all. Oh, uh, let me double check. I, I walked into the kitchen to get a glass of water away from my character sheet, but like, Corey, I don't think I do, do I? I Hold on. Don't, it's not high. You've had some training and, you know, an emergency situation if it popped up, but it's... Ah, oh, this sounds like that kind of situation. Let's yeah. see. Uh, I have power space suit at 50. I got uh, craft mechanics 80. Yeah, my, my, my pilot spacecraft's right between those two. Yeah, I don't have power spacecraft. <laughs> uh, I can't talk to... I'm fuck, it. fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. You t- I, I'll, I'll swap you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I there's there's two. <laughs> I don't want to die either. No, or right, I'm talking about the end of the game. I'm not dying, yeah. honey. My my four, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daddy's no. okay, honey. <laughs> Hamlet, can you ask Belton best you can through hand signals if she is capable of flying this thing? I look at Belton, and I point at the spaceship, and then I do the flight stick, kind of <laughs> I point at Belton. Steering wheel maneuver. <laughs> and I just uh, signal back, like, plane wings. That's all I got. Oh. <laughs> to note, I, at this point, am, like, keeping an eye out. Is there a fire extinguisher around me? <laughs> uh, there's a fire extinguisher. Um, there's a couple of tools. Well, I'm going to take the extinguisher and just have it ready to spray it. And run. <laughs> All right. It's funny that she's cutting back to Dirk and O'Neill. 
O'Neill just keeps saying, keep your eyes closed. We're almost to the hatch. Uh, you can open them. I open my eyes and I look back. And the first thing I'm going to try and evaluate is how far I am away from Hamlet. It's I was going to say, aren't we, but aren't we pushing them? Uh, you push oh, them. Tw- okay, gotcha. You're kind of, the way the maneuver works is that you press them toward the satellite and they can cinch to the satellite uh, and while the shuttle maintains orbit. And then when they take off the satellite, they drift back towards you, link back up, and you all forego, in theory. Uh, well, Hamlet, what do you think? You're the only one that can get everybody back safely. Also, I've disabled my gas. Oh, no! Shit! <laughs> I was waiting on it. <laughs> yeah, it occurred to me after I started doing that. I'll do it, I'll do it. Uh, okay, uh, I was going to say shit. <laughs> as a note, okay, I'm gonna, I've got a question for the GM here. You mentioned something about the autopilot. <laughs> can, get you get, can it get back? It, it's designed to get you there. The Your piloting okay. skills are chewed back. Got it. Got it. <laughs> we'll worry about the mechanics later. Like, it seems yeah. like everybody is just, like, going to be... I, I, well, I just wanted to make sure that it, it wouldn't make... Like, that I would literally was the only one who could get us back. I'm sorry, Hamlet. It's okay. How hard could it be, right? <laughs> How hard could it be? It's going to be a bad day. Yeah, what, what's the move you guys are making? Because when I see uh, an exchange going down, I am not sitting by watching that one. Um, I can't hear what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, my thought is if I can... Um, Hook, uh, take the hook off of me and hook O'Neill to the spacecraft to keep him where he is. And if I can push off of the spacecraft back towards the ship. Do I have to just, does someone just have to die? That's all it is. Someone has to die up there, right? Yeah. And says, I, I can try to use myself. It's not going to be, I'll need his help get again, but you might be able to. You can do it. There's so many of you willing to stop. By God, I didn't want to be here doing this. Helter Skelter, I guess, right? You're past all that now. (laughs) Alright. So. You know, the funny thing is, I hate the fucking Beatles. Stones forever. And, uh. And. You take. Mm hmm. Uh. Alright, sorry, what were you gonna say? Uh, it's my sandy check, or. No, that's a. That's a good, real human moment you just. Um, and you kind so, of accepted that somebody was going to die. Yeah. Uh, Hamlet, uh, mm-hmm. o- O'Neill will fill the position. It is a risky he's on the He's on the same comm as you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, um, don't thank me yet. We're not, we're not, a. we're not through this. And Major Dirk, you take out your pistol grip drill, which is used to unscrew the panels on space shuttles and satellites. Okay. And roll me a craft engineering to get this panel off. Would be craft mechanics? Uh, yes. Uh, 29 under 40. Alright. Uh, the bolts come off really easily, but you're not ready for the compressed air that the panel lets out when you take the last bolt out, and it knocks you back. And where you failed... You secured your line earlier. You've done that 100,000 times in training. You did that on your last spacewalk. Mm-hmm. But maybe with everything going on, you didn't tie it, you didn't cinch it as well as you thought you could. Okay. And you've come untethered from O'Neill. You're blown backwards. 
towards us? Yes, but he is moving fairly fast. So would this be a uh, spacesuit thing? Yep. I'm going to have both of you roll spacesuits twice, because you're going to have to uh, boost toward him <laughs> yeah. and then boost to grab him. Going to fucking be a semen and we're all still fucked. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be going towards the spaceship, at least. Well, I hope you manage, because I didn't. Two successes. <laughs> With the save. Woo. Oh, there he goes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, look, guys, I, I, I remember lit bits and pieces of this, but, yeah, this is, uh, I'm enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> Sorry, I uh, my call dropped again. You're good, everything. You're fine. Like we can just just pick up with it. They here at RPX are used to things fucking up constantly, so it's all um, good. And made both of her checks. And okay, cool. Um, you lag a little bit. Um, so Hamnet actually drifts further from you and actually catches Dirk as he's tilting backwards. So you all pull together. You start to drift back, but you use your uh, air bursts. What these things operate on to steady yourselves. Uh, you can see O'Neill, and uh, he gives you a salute, oh, and he God. crawls into the hole of Black. O'Neill, can you do this? I'm, uh, it's already done. He crawls in, and for a second, you see in the hole. It looks like the lights of a city, but smaller. And he cuts in one more time, and this thing needs psychic energy. And there's no more. There's more psychic energy in a city. Someone willed a uh, population into this thing, and the population needs a resource. I'm so glad I can't hear any of this. Yeah, I'm gonna go and ahead and roll with, it. Yeah, and with that, he enters yeah. the hat, enters the uh, the panel of black sat. Go ahead and roll that sandy on that. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't, if y'all don't care, if you could. Hey guys, if you can make me a quick sanity. <laughs> yeah, I failed that. I failed too. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna say one d four on all of them. Yeah. Now, are we gonna have to put that panel back on? Oh, There's no Lord. response. Oh, fuck. Uh, so if someone with more mechanical expertise than me, do you think we need to put it back on? Hey, Belton know, is wanna... like giving the cut signal like, no, let's get out of here. Like, I'm not coming back and I'm not going to die out here in case it fucks up. Like if we if we went this far. We're not going... coming back. Yeah. The satellite makes another rotation while you guys are discussing this. And the panel comes to face you all. And it's full of concrete. Good enough. So, so, hmm. so do you want to uh, out of character, guys? Or do you should we go ahead and close that or what? Uh, I'm Belton's ready to boost back. Wait, you said it was full of concrete, right? It's concreted over. Yes. Yeah. So it's there's it's no sealed, needle. Yeah. It's sealed. Okay, I got it. Oh yeah. What's what's uh? Please, please get back on the ship, please, please. You guys by the tether, and I've linked, and and I'm backing up already. Hey, Corey, yeah, guess, guess who hit a break point? Oh, dude! <laughs> All right, let me look at my big list of illnesses. Well, well, I mean, I didn't take those pills. <laughs> uh, I think I think the way, like, and I mean, be be sure to do your thing, like, but the way I always did it is these are things that manifest after uh, the the session. It's not like all of a sudden yeah. I'm gonna d- develop narcolepsy. So no, that would be really fucked out. up. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I all of a sudden developed narcolepsy. But <laughs> I think that's just called passing out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, I want to scroll through. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, 
Sorry, what were you saying? My bad. I was say you, I'll play with your rules. I can't remember exactly. It's been forever. But if you want to go ahead and give me an insanity now or one later, that's all good. Uh, I'll find one later for depending on how something in you in that moment breaks. Um, you can just feel your mind cleave. It's been you made it to spe- you, this morning. You made it, and everything else just seems like rapid. But you tuck that away. You just focus on piloting back. I felt that way when the pub closed, Corey. I oh my god, though, yeah. <laughs> There's not... Nobody had a better uh, Bloody Mary. Nobody. <sighs> and the fried pickles. Uh, all those fried pickles. I pass it all the time on the way to work. Like, if I... It's a skeleton. A yeah, it's, it's a nice building. We're just gonna have to go up to Cincinnati, Corey. There's one yeah. still in Alexandria, Kentucky. I think we'll we've all to... gone into a fugue state. Yeah, that's just... The, pub. <laughs> the realization that the pub was missing. Our minds <laughs> Clefton Twain. Oh, Lord. But, you but look at continue. the satellite one more time, and everything you've ever enjoyed in this life is going to not. So y'all drift back. Um, getting back in the shuttle is a little easier than it was getting out. Um, you make it into the chamber lock um, with basically no trouble. Um, and you're waiting to decompress um, to enter this back into the shuttle. Move as quickly as you can, please. You hear something on the ladder, or the uh, the porthole. Uh, are we through decompression yet? Yeah, uh, you're starting to. You're on the last probably minute of it. Okay. Uh, what was it that was it O'Neill said? You got any advice for Dirk? Don't look at it. <laughs> so gonna look down at my feet. <laughs> <laughs> and as you brace to see the crack in the world, you see a you see two <laughs> arms appear. Through the porthole, from behind pulls itself. Is no, it from the porthole from space? Into- oh no, sorry, from the uh, the second level where it drifted phase through the okay. floor. Um, you see two space-suited arms pull itself through zero g, and you see the corpse of Winthrop. And it takes a step and it takes another step, lifts its head enough for you to see inside, and it's full of blood and full of blood and what, Corey? Legos. That was an important detail. Yeah. <laughs> some Thomas Ligotti shit right there, man. <laughs> I'm really proud of that imagery. It was the thing that I wanted to put in this <laughs> session. The most. It, it, it's potent. I like it. <laughs> um, so it takes a shaking step, and you can hear... I hit whatever button I need to to reverse the process of decompression and get ready to open that airlock again. Are you what sure? The fuck you're in it. What? Can't I, like, you know, do the next process of getting it to the outside temperature or outside pressure? Well, it's got to so decompress all over again. Yeah, uh, it's going to be, like, a 10, 15-minute process. Oh, you fuck. can do it. No! No! <laughs> no! Yeah, I was like, I don't know what you're doing here. We need to get in the shuttle first. The doors start to open, and you can hear with every step, you're shaking a box of Legos. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that, but it's wet. You were shaking those so, oh, shit. So while this uh while this thing is shambling towards you, can you uh yeah, write me off one of them uh sanity checks? <laughs> uh, might be able to squeeze that Pretty out. Natural. Yeah. Eighteen. So I succeed. I've twenty nine, I succeed. Now I'm locking in the chamber. I'm in shock apparently. I forgot to roll. Well, I rolled a one. I don't know how I did that. I mean, it's a crit success. You don't take sanity damage. You just accept that there's a 
a corpse. I'm just so angry at everything that is not even surprising me anymore. So if we succeed, we take one. Yep. Except for Belton, because yeah, gotcha. Iron. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, the door slide open. Um, I don't know if I already said that, but yeah, you're out in the open now. You're still in your spacesuit. But put it in the airlock. Put it in the airlock. It takes another step towards you guys. All right, I'm going out. I'm going to. I'm gonna freaking grab it and throw it back behind me into the airlock. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna like, avoid touching. Chop a wall. I don't know. I have to do something. Uh, I think maybe just try to scoot around it, like maneuver around it. Would that be a good idea? You can try. That's what I'm doing. So, like, is this going to be spacesuit or is this going to be dodge? Or um, I'm going to call that a dodge. How far away are they from me at this point? I just don't know where the airlock is. Uh, you're right there. Your station was uh, really close to the airlock. Okay. So okay. You, you're like now I'm going to try and blow it with my fire extinguisher. <laughs> I'm right there. What six? Okay. I was at 15 on my dodge with um, Hamlet. All right, you guys slide past it, and as you do, it paws at you. And it doesn't do anything, but it tries to kind of swipe at both at the same time, and it twists like its suit is empty. So it goes 180 degrees around, the suit twists with it. You can hear the Legos rubbing against each other and the bones. Oh, I guess I should make an insane check at seeing it. Nah, yeah, did did you already? No, because I didn't know. Well, you um, succeeded the first check, though. I don't know if it's necessary. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, no. I say as I slide past, I'm trying to head towards the uh, pilot's chair. Okay. I'm gonna try and like blow it into the airlock with the fire. Okay. I don't know what to make to do that. What we just said earlier, survival. Yeah, let's make a. Yeah, you have to dodge past it. You're still on the front of it, though. Oh, I yes, thought so. I was coming up behind it. No, it came okay. up. You were lined up with them. It came out of the uh, second floor and was walking towards you. And then uh, Hamlet and Belton slid by, okay. beside it. I'll try and pass it. Okay. Fuck me! I'm fucked. Was <laughs> I, was it, was, wait, was I dodging too? Because I didn't roll for that. I'll say, yeah, I think Belton was oh. trying to grab it and push it. I, uh, it was... I was going to let... You guys wanted to go Sorry. past it. And then I was going to do my best to, I don't know get behind it and kick it back towards okay, the airlock cool. that we just came out of. Sorry. Yeah, I am um, I am confronting. All right. Uh roll me okay. Roll okay, yeah. Uh loose go first and roll me an unarmed combat. Okay. Good. Thirty five under forty. Alright, you managed to get a hold of it and gripping it, it's there's enough pressure. The thing that is making this human shaped is the suit. There's too much give uh it swipes at you, but its hands kind of slide off because there's nothing holding it together and it folds on itself. And are you pushing it or are you boosting? I guess boost would make the most sense since I'm still in the thing, but I want to, like, get it going and not be near it so I can close the door, close the airlock yeah. door. Gotcha. Um, Alright, um, make me a sp- space shoot check. See if you can boost it. Okay. 42 under 70. Cool. Yeah, you push it away. It's still turned around, and its arms are kind of folded in where it slid off your... Uh, so it sails right past Turner. Yeah! And smacks the back of the door. The back of the airlock door? Isn't it still open? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, so then I can close the door? Mm-hmm. Hit the door button! Closed. Door closed, door closed, door closed, door closed. Hit the button! Alright, it starts to wander out, so I'm going to have you make another 
spaceship check to burst quick enough to the door panel. If I was, I was yeah. right there, wouldn't I? All right, yeah, you make a, you could definitely do it. We're there. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not getting there in time. Yeah. So. Do I need to make a check to hit the button? No, you got it. Okay. And the door slides shut, and the decompression begins. You, go and you didn't know Winthrob that well, and you never heard him cry, but you didn't hear him. We heard him what? Sorry, you cut out. You've never, you never heard him before? You, you heard his voice, but you never heard him crying, but you can hear him crying. Hmm. Breaks my little heart, his little Lego body. He made it to space. <laughs> well, I'm getting out of this room. Now that I know the airlock is in, in process of doing its thing, I'm out. No, I'm watching it. The loose Lego man takes a step towards you in the airlock, and it's kind of a long process, and it starts beating its helmet against the, the door um, to the point of it cracking. And when it does, the entire airlock fills with Legos upon Legos upon Legos of every color. It's like a geyser. There's too many coming out than there were inside. And mixed between all of that is viscera. Sanity check? Yep, for violence. <laughs> Did I make it out before I saw this? Or yeah, you said you, were, you said you oh. yeeted a while back, so yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I yeet myself out of there. I failed. Roll me 1d6, because that is a fucking nightmare. Five again. And I'm broken. All right, cool. Um, You just collapse on the ground. And your mind is completely quiet. Cool. Um. Okay, so the door opens and blows everything out, automatically shuts. And okay. Dirk, um, me and this power station yep. out of here. Dirk? Uh, I'm sitting in the viscera of the former commander. Uh, it's all through the ship, uh, making oh. visibility impossible. It's dispersed enough that there's almost like a pink mist on everything. Good to know. Okay. All right. It's going to be a process. Gotcha. Control cracks in and asks, was the mission completed? Mission complete. Is O'Neill alive? Negative. O'Neill completed the mission. America thanks you. Head on home. Fuck those guys. Yes, sir. Roll a pilot spacecraft to fire up those engines and maneuver away from the satellite. That is a 13 under 60. All right. You drift right. The fins of the shuttle. It starts drifting back under orbit. Dirk, did you realize you're essential personnel? <laughs> it just occurred to me. <laughs> yeah, you're literally the one who wanted to die. <laughs> and that's who's flying your ship. And at this realization... <laughs> nah, I'm not going to be mean. Um, Alright. Uh, he's starting the descent. What are you, the rest of you all doing? Keeping an eye out for straight. Well, he probably need. Don't I need to assist him? Yeah, he can't do it alone. He can, but it'd be better. All right, yeah. So I'll I'll assist in the piloting part of it. Turner, keep an eye out for something. You don't see Turner. Yeah, she is still unconscious at the panel, kind of just drifting Whoa. and bouncing off the walls. Every <laughs> She's floating around. All right, I guess it's up to you, uh, Belton. Okay. Uh. Do you want me to help pilot, or, or am I going back for her? I mean, I just keep an eye on. She ain't going anywhere. Okay. Yeah, because when she doesn't come up, I'm I'm gonna like do my best to not look in the airlock, but make sure she's still there and okay. Thanks. And if I see her floating, I'm going to go grab her. Yeah, there's some mist in there, but it's no different than the fucking cockpit at this point. So, well, I'm still wearing my spacesuit, so I thought I was right. Yep. Yeah. Guess I'm not taking that off anytime soon. That may be yeah, a good right. 
You get to turn her. What do you do? I'm just going to take her with me and boost back up. I don't want her All near right. the airlock. Alrighty. Um, she does have to be in a spacesuit for re-entry. Huh? Or she will not. She has to be in a spacesuit for re-entry or she will not. Okay, you're talking about those uh, those orange things we were in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, as I'm going back up, I'm going to try. I mean, I guess I'm going back to her seat where that would be. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like, you know, smack her face a little. <laughs> Whatever I see in the movies because I'm not a doctor. Her eyes flutter open. <laughs> it, it's gone. We're going back. It's, it's gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Space suit. Okay. I will trembling get back into my suit. As you guys lock in, spacesuits start cycling oxygen through their filters. You realize you just now stopped tasting copper of all the depressurized air in the cockpit. What was left of Commander Spay? Nick? Mm-hmm. Adam? Mm-hmm. Roll me space. Spacecraft. Uh, Adam, I'll let you roll pilot because you're assisting anyway. Okay. Sounds good. Both roll me that, but it's minus 10 because you cannot see of all the blue. I got a 14 out of that. what would be 40 with the modification, mm-hmm. so I got I succeed. I got a 19 of what would be 50 with the modification, so I also succeed. All right, nice. you push down toward the atmosphere, shake. You hear what sounds like a might be a heartbeat. Corey, you're cutting out again. We can't hear you. Damn it. You hear what might be O'Neill breathing. It's not coming from the radios. It's coming from somewhere else. I'm so fucking done with this. And you hear... <laughs> A heart beating. And O'Neill just says, and the worms ate into his brain. Oh, 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 oh. oh, Jesus. And his voice fades out, and you hear a few bars from I'm just Dark Side of the Moon that means from outside the ship. And as you decelerate back through the atmosphere with the ship shaking, your all your eyes start to gray out again. Um, all Everyone roll me a power to see if you stay conscious to I rolled a 14 out of 65. A 70 out of 70. Oh! <laughs> hey, guess what I just rolled? <laughs> Critical failure. <laughs> 88. All right, you... Good thing you're the co-pilot, not the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Something about the well, way when you passed out. Sorry, what was that? I couldn't find oh. power. I passed, sorry. sorry. Okay. Um, you. It's shaky. Um, Hamlet, something about the way you went limp when you passed out, you won't notice this till you wake up, but your arm was in a weird position, and it slams once the gravity comes back on and it snaps your arm in half. Oh, so are we talking like compound or... Compound. Oh, it's grand. Huh. <laughs> Hopefully the doctor Decelerate. Slide. Yeah, doc's fine. <laughs> the shuttle comes down hard onto the ocean, but the auto systems buoy you back to the surface. And there you are, back on Earth. I'm going to try and set Hamlet's arm, poor fella. Yeah, he's Boy, unconscious, and uh, you do his. You do your best. Yeah, it's actually better that he's unconscious. <laughs> Gr- ground control, we are ready for pickup. Copy. And the public face of the launch was a story. Uh, the mission is, is so secret, you weren't allowed to know anything about it. It's just labeled by the media as a test flight that wasn't scheduled. Um, there was an eternal fire, and a couple of crew members got lost. Um, the names of which aren't O'Neill or Spay. They're something else. When you come back down, your careers are just kind of gone. 
Time passes oh, and I'm done with this. Astronauts, your, your you know knowledge of technology kind of decays as things get better. NASA breaks in, into um, Walrich. Uh, for those of you who decided to do research on him, isn't even an Air Force colonel. He is a ghost. There is no Colonel Walrich in the U.S. Air Force. Sclaz- uh, your CEO, Sclazo, um, takes a job at Boeing, piloting a desk. And for those of you that get a hold of him, he won't talk about the mission and just say they threatened my kids. Um, do you guys remain in contact with each other after? I'll say, Dirk does not try and find um, anything out about the mission. He just lets it go. Um, Dr. Turner goes back and works as a normal surgeon in a normal hospital and does not miss NASA at all. I, I would keep up with with everyone if I could, to a degree. I mean, I would have some card contact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to watch some Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> 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 a thinking man's comedian. Um. So. So. Yeah. We cannot stay at NASA even if we want. Yeah. NASA goes bankrupt. Um. In the next few years, anyway. Uh. What about the Air Force? Am I allowed to stay in the Air Force? Um. Or am I? You try. Honorably discharged. <laughs> yeah. Um. You were offered that. And an okay pension, not what you would have been deserved. Well, my only bond was NASA, so that's good. (laughs) Dirk is somewhat adrift, a little lost in life. Dirk gets into building a bunker. Yeah, Uh, I was going to say, Belton takes her family and her dog and moves to the middle of nowhere, Wyoming, and cuts off all ties for everything related to the U.S. Uh, yeah. Hamlet? So she wouldn't be offended if Hamlet wanted to talk. Tell you what, this is I I, I can't. Hamlet would definitely keep in touch, but Hamlet's also my character. sheet talks about me about being wanting to be in the one percent of uh, like capable people. People and I know like I've got something like sick with me, really. Like mm-hmm. so, I mean, Hamlet may even try to follow that string where he gets. Uh, involved with that organization more if the opportunity presents itself if it means him gaining prestige as you hear as you dig drift from kind of job to job while you dig into the research you find a contact for what you assume is a government organization known as delta green and despite your sudden development of uh what's a good mental disorder damn i can't (laughs) it's a good mental you know what? What, what, what? Was it megalomaniac? Wouldn't that be something good? Yeah, yeah. You've seen the other side, and by God, it's seen. You think that it's seen you instead. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna make sure this doesn't happen again. No matter who gets in your your show, Turner. You go to your practice, and everything seems well. You've never really. You don't bring it up with your therapist or anything. Nope. But every once in a while, when you're at home, you'll step on a Lego. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I have to children. <laughs> and then like that it's gone the doctor says it's a bone spur but <laughs> you know better <laughs> fuck uh, Lewis Wyoming treats you fairly well and you don't think about space anymore that is the goal <laughs> throw away everything I've worked for that's not worth All right. it alright guys that was my take on Black Sad that was incredible Awesome. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Um, so in typical fashion, whenever we run a game, we typically just like to do our 
or like a round table. If anyone had any questions, comments, or suggestions, are you okay with that, Corey? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's whatever you guys want to do. Into. I'll uh, go ahead and model. Go first. I have played this. Now, I played it, uh, which was recorded. I did it during a play test, and then I posted it years later. Um, there's some, I'm, like, I'm wondering what was Corey and what was the game. So, I'm... <laughs> Like, I liked all the additions, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm assuming the Lego part, of course, we already had this conversation a little bit earlier, that the Lego part was a nice little flavor bit that you added in. Yeah, um, so in the regular scenario, um, they go into some of the more, more specifics about the equations that power uh, Black Sat. Um, the cast iron stuff, the Black Sat being hollow, and actually taking someone inside it, that's all me. Um, it's a little more clinical, as Delta Green kind of tends to be in the splat um the uh ritual isn't detailed at all um because a wind throbs kind of doomed in the way the it's written even if he survives he can't make the walk anyway um, oh wow yeah the derivatives uh the creatures that attack you um it describes them about the same in the book um but i don't i didn't i personally well i love that uh had you guys dug into a Neil a little more earlier, he would have revealed more about the derivatives earlier. It's an a- excellent concept because they're just these half half formed ideas that happen to develop from the equations taking place. But some of it involved tulpas, and I love the concept of tulpas, so I just kind of ran with that with uh, the dogs and the songs and the memories kind of flickering in. That, the challenger that, part was really nice. Like, of course, that was you, you, you explained it. That I, well. Like I said beforehand, I, I remember like standing in the hospital waiting room as a child watching that thing blow up. And it, like it's growing up in the 80s and then 90s and so forth. That was always like I saw that image quite a bit. So the second you referenced that, I'm like, oh, my God, like did they were they part of this? Stuff? Like kind of. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool because it, it made you think about like I literally did a search for crashes to see like the timeline since the 70s. Of like if they were feeding every single one of these. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I, I it's kind of towering as far as the because there's a lot of really realistic detailed um, the MMUs the training with that uh, with the space shuttle tech. Um, I really I really I love this scenario. I've been wanting to run this uh, since I read the uh, rough draft of. Um, but yeah, I thought seeding it a little more in. Uh, known history versus some of it's like locked into the annuals of Delta Green timeline stuff. Mm-hmm. So while it, you might garner something from it if you're really familiar with the deep Delta Green lore uh, with Majestic 12 and a lot of their gravity experiments with the Roswell ships, um, I don't think that has the oomph uh, if you're just like, oh, this is a, a glyph that makes things move. Um, so I try to add a little more of a human element there, uh, kind of push away from the the Delta Green, rather tie it to... Because um, I, I think... I think sorry. No, I was going to say that. I, th- I feel like that's a good idea, Corey, because, I mean, when when you're playing... The, the only thing that that benefits is someone gets an Easter egg is up on Delta Green lore. But then again, let me warn you, as somebody who's trying to run Delta Green games many times, the more your players are up and versed on the lore and stuff like that, like, everything becomes a kill it with fire kind of setup. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I... I love this is one of my favorite RPGs, but it does lean more combat heavy. Um, it, it, I didn't want it just to turn into a gunship, which did, that's what I like about this scenario. There's like no combat. I mean, if Belton had gotten near that satellite, she was going to try to sabotage it. Which 
that's the the thing about this scenario is that it's there's a horrifying thing that they're doing for what is the purpose of just knocking like what he told you is knocking down Russian and Chinese satellites. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, Dirk was a true believer in every, like every bit of it. And he was doing what he was told. And, you know, he, he believed in the mission. He was willing to sacrifice himself. Like out of character. I'm like, Oh, that's awful. But in character, I'm like, nah, he, he accepts the mission. He's going to die for his country. <laughs> yeah, and Felton was going to be the opposite of, I don't expect to get out, so I'm taking this thing as much as I can. Trust me, Nick. I know I know somebody from the School of Humanities that's going to be like, yeah, sure, die for my country. Fucking great. Uh, yeah. Uh, patriot, man. Uh, hey, patriot. This is literally my number one motivation on my character sheet is patriotism. <laughs> oh, God. I like, well, that's the other thing that, like, people living through this scenario because it's it's really a stack to get you like landing a space shuttle is just an impossible thing to do um but the idea of a burned astronaut is that is a character in and of itself with that description i'm just like i i I was drummed out of being an astronaut yeah uh the one thing i will say is like i try because delta green tends to be expo heavy up front and then there's like one history you figure out and oh yeah it's a big monster that's why i tried to make the first half a little lighter and then as we got, basically the Challenger thing was a watershed moment where it actually becomes a horror. Like, there's some interesting stuff going on, but the minute the Challenger thing happens, it's uh, full-blown horror. Yeah, pacing was incredibly good, in my opinion. I really, I really did try. Totally dug it, man. I think you, I think you hit the beats every step of the way, man. Pretty great. Yeah, that was awesome, Corey. It's the first time I've ever got to play in a game with you as GM, and you did a great job. Yeah, you're an awesome GM. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that so much, guys. Because I always, I struggle with mechanics. Uh, that's one of the reasons I run loose stable. I run Delta Green four or five times now, and I didn't brush up on some of the base mechanics. Probably <laughs> should have before this, but. I, I don't think it was obvious. I didn't really notice anything. I mean, I didn't backseat GM too much, did I? I mean, I was just kind of. No, you were fine. Yeah. Thanks for uh, reminding me to do those sanity rolls, though, because I think that enhanced <laughs> a lot of the. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we were all just volunteering our own sanity a lot. Time to go. This whole scenario is just skill checks and sanity rolls, uh, but spi- spiced with some helplessness. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I expected you to do horror great. I know it's been an interest of yours, and I know that obviously you're, you're a writer. Legos and a dog are my, like, those are the fucking highlights of this for me. Like, I wasn't expecting it, and I think that Space Puppy creeping around there and then nick bless your heart and i'm gonna say good things about you instead of like most people and just start talking shit like uh-huh. you ju- you played that to the hilt with uh, <laughs> I-, I enjoyed that man so like from, for everyone like i appreciate y'all invite me here to your table I've, I've had a blast and i look forward to when i share this out which I released one last year in December. I'll probably go ahead and every year I'll just release Black Sats on De- in December, I guess. But I, I look forward to sharing this with the world. Awesome. I, uh, I, I had fun making it. That's, this has actually been probably one of my favorite games uh, I've ran. Uh. <laughs> I think the best moment is when that space suit full of blood came down and you cut out right as you said, and Legos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I keep trying to get my my audio to work, but it never no, works. no, that was perfectly theatric. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
Awesome. Well, does anyone have, else have anything to add before I kick the demonic hellspawn bot out of the Discord channel? I don't think so. Think we're I'm back. traumatized enough. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks again, Corey, for running. And uh, for those of you listening to us out on the internet, thank you very much. And we'll see you next time. Y'all can say bye, bye if you want. <laughs> bye. <laughs> oh, I, I made it join. Shit, Get out of on. here. Bye. I, I'm paying money for this thing every month, too. I just don't know how to use it. So, you know, 